Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Specht. Hello. And the third member of our crew from way over there in the other side of the, almost the other side of the country. What is it, Wisconsin? Is that he's like middle? The, he's central. Is he central? Yeah, deep, middle. Deep central. Like deep he's, central? He's still, he's not even past the Great Lakes. Yes, he he's is. He's under the Great Lakes. No, he's not. John I'm, Van Berger, are you <laughs> under the Great Lakes? Yeah, I'm kind of under a little bit of Superior, yes. Yeah. Really? I know. Yeah. Wow. I yeah. guess I should learn my American uh, map, eh? <laughs> or, or, I know where Florida is. Lakes. I know where California <laughs> is. I know where Nevada is. I know yeah. where Texas is. I know where New York is. I know where the good spots are. Yes. Don't care about the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I know all the states that'll get me into Mexico. <laughs> John Van Berger, welcome to the show this evening, sir. Hey, how's it going? Not too shabby. So this is our almighty 200th episode. Yay! Cue the music. Woo. Cue the fanfare. Cue whatever. <laughs> 200 episodes, almost four years, man. Yes. And John, you've been with us, what, almost two? Almost too long? Um, almost too like, long. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Year and a half? Now, I mean, basically one, but then there was all the Yukon Journey stuff. So, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So depending on how you're counting that. Yeah. Yeah, from, the, from your first Yukon Journey bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's been two years. Yeah. Just about. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're not going to back pay you to that. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> there is no back pay. Yeah. I'm gonna back give, pay of nothing is still nothing. Going to give you yeah, 100% yeah. raise. 100% <laughs> of zero is zero. <laughs> There's still those complaints that have been lodged with HR at Paddling Adventures Radio. So we have to resolve that before, before we, we can look even into think about back pay. Yeah. <laughs> or even pay. Front pay. Front pay, side pay, back pay, whatever. 200 episodes, man. That's big. Apparently. Yes. So people are That's, telling me. So they yeah, say. Yeah, that's amazing, guys. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. Well, you've been a part of it. Well, I'm very happy to be. Yeah, well, you should be. <laughs> <laughs> it's just knock John night tonight. <laughs> what did you do on your 200th episode? Ah, uh, we just knock John every chance. Yes, we there can. you go. You know, but then when next week we'll go back to knocking Derek. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> it's your night off, Derek, buddy. Enjoy it while you can. Uh, yeah, we, we hooked up with you, John, when you were doing the Yukon journey, which was pretty cool. I did not hook up with John. Yeah, that's not what I heard. <laughs> He's been staying at your house. It's not what this I heard. This is true. And there has been alcohol involved. Yes. And foods, food bits. <laughs> we're just going to leave it there. If you want to see anything else on uh, what happens with Derek and John. I think I'm just going to pretend that my mic has stopped working. I'm just going to fade off right now. <laughs> Homer Simpson into the shrubberies. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, the, the first time we contacted us, we were doing the live things on the Yukon, uh, your Yukon River journey. Yeah. And uh, that was definitely um, an experience for us, for new ways to record uh hook, we come we come away since then man mm-hmm. this skype thing now from hooking up a microphone next to our hands-free telephone yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah and we're off of 300 baud modems now which is <laughs> awesome yeah we're no longer <laughs> on dial-up hang up i'm on the phone <laughs> i'm on the internet uh yes yeah, been we've, we've done a lot of things in 200 episodes yes a lot of people we've seen and talked to, a lot of people we've met, a lot of things we've learned. 
And I don't think we've even done half of what we dreamed or wanted to do. We, we've, we've got so much more that, that we, we keep dreaming of, that we keep thinking of, that we keep planning for, and, and there's just really not enough time. We could do this two nights a week. No. <laughs> <laughs> I want the moon, but not that bad. <laughs> Welcome to Procrastinators Anonymous. What do we want? Everything. When do we want it? Uh, tomorrow. <laughs> no, there's there's not enough time in the day to to do all all the stuff that we want. I mean, yeah. If we were retired, maybe, but absolutely, we're not. We're yeah. not. Uh, independently wealthy or anything like that. Well, I retire in 2027. Do you really? So we can go to two shows a week in 2027. Wow. But you're older than me then. No. How are you retiring no, in 2027? That's when I'm, I, I hit full pension. Full oh, unreduced you're just, pension. You're just take, you're taking early retirement. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and the thing is, though, my my kids are still going to be in in high school when I'm eligible for retirement. So they are not going to retire. No, that it's going to be their responsibility to join the military and have the military pay for their college or university or yeah, yeah. college. I don't trade school. I don't. Want, yeah, I want them to go to trade school. I'd like them to be welders and plumbers and yeah, we need those. <laughs> So in case yeah. you need those exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm gonna need some electrical work done in about five years. Hey, boys! <laughs> right. Yeah, yep. you're going to electrical school. Stella can be the welder, and Beckett can be the plumber, and there you go. But those yeah. are the trades that are going. They, they, that's the trades that make the money. Yeah, right. It definitely is. And there's a Ooh, there's a need for them. You say Stella's going to be the welder? I don't know. She's she's probably going to be an artist. Who knows? Yeah, a starving knows. artist. Yeah. Yeah, craft dinner, craft dinner, every Christmas, big box craft dinner. Because uh, you get a, you get even more money if you learn how to do the underwater welding. Oh yeah, that's big yeah. bucks. Yeah, big. That would be awesome. Bucks. Yeah. What does your daughter do? Whoa, she's an underwater welder. <laughs> get out. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it'd be cool though. Yeah, yeah. They can do whatever they want though. It's, it's up to them. As long as they don't follow after their dad. <laughs> well, no, I would join the military if they went into the military. I, I'd be pretty, uh, pretty proud of that. Pretty happy with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just not criminals. <laughs> what, what do you got against criminals? <laughs> See, now we're learning things about Derek. No, I, he's prejudiced yes. against criminals. I know, I know. It's like I, I should be more open-minded. I should yeah. be willing to let my children become bank robbers. Yeah, <laughs> as long as they don't get caught. I mean, hey, you might end up with a it really can be quite lucrative. You might end up with a really nice retirement yeah. home. Exactly. I'm just saying, buddy. Don't, don't, don't push things aside. Yeah. <laughs> who's the, uh, who's, I don't want to drag this on too long, but who's the, uh, who's the drug kingpin that was killed last year? Who's the big Mexican drug kingpin? Oh, I don't know. Well, they captured, uh, was it El Chapo or whatever? Yeah. yeah was it? Uh, who, and it was one of those guys. His brother is making cell phones. <laughs> Well, he's got billions of dollars in the bank. He's gonna make these, but yeah, he's producing cell phones for the for the market. Three hundred dollars. Oh, so he's phones. going legal now. 
Well, he's using drug money to do it. But. Well, that's beside the point. It was left to him in a will. I mean, it wasn't his drug money. Yeah. It, was his, it was his will inheritance. And, and he's about to use all that drug money to sue you. Yes. <laughs> Way to go, Derek. For, yeah, I mean, for impugning his character. Yes. I'd just like to say that that remark was from Derek Spesh, and I have nothing to do with it. If you'd like his home uh, address, email us at... <laughs> Send a stealth dress stamped envelope to. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't know who it is, but yeah, we've uh, we've we've met a lot of people, talked to a lot of people, learned a lot of things over the last uh, two hundred episodes, and that's been pretty cool. Pretty, uh, I've really enjoyed doing this. So, like I say, I mean, two hundred episodes. You don't really. On one hand, you're not thinking, well, that's not really a lot when you consider some of these guys are in the thousands of episodes, but. I mean, mm-hmm. look at some of these guys, they're only doing 10-minute episodes as well. Yeah, it's, yeah, 10 minutes. So, and we did a lot of looking at that, trying to define what we wanted our mark to be. And and I think we were really created, uh, the image that we are is because of the uh, the online radio station. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it defined us with the commercials, with the time. And we were we stuck to the, even after we, we went as a podcast, we, were, we still stuck to the 52 minutes. So we've defined ourselves in that sort of market. And we, and we often will wonder just like, how can this guy output like a, a seven minute podcast this week? Next week, it's like a 14 minute podcast. And then he's got an 80 minute podcast all over the place. Yeah. We, so I like the consistency. Like we've often gone a little any 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 show that we've done with with uh with kevin callen is tends to be a little bit long mm-hmm. but but it's fascinating super fascinating but yeah we we do have a format that we've stuck to and I, i'm pretty happy with that yeah i uh, definitely definitely mm-hmm. and to be able to like i say hook up skype and have john in the comfort of his home mm-hmm. you know being able to join us in and that that's pretty cool as well yeah right so i mean john may not think so but we do <laughs> and, and yet I keep calling back in yeah. <laughs> for punishment. That's, that's right. Uh, what about you, John? Anything exciting that you uh, enjoyed about the show and you've learned from the show? Uh, you know, I think honestly, just the first thing that comes to mind is how much fun it was calling you guys from the Yukon. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something that I, I thought, okay, well, this will be good, and, you know, we're just kind of talking about that, and then we can talk about safety and, you know, the other things, and what I didn't expect was it for that to be so much fun, and so, you know, just calling in and, and you know, chatting with you guys is, it's it's been a blast. Aren't we a treasure? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go bury him. <laughs> No, that that was that was a lot of fun. I mean, that was totally something totally out of left field as well. Just you know, what are you doing right now? Yeah. Dude's way up in the Yukon, exactly, and we're way down by Toronto. And to find out what he well, this right now, here's what I'm looking at as we're talking. Yeah, and here's what we did today out on the Yukon River, and you know, here's our weather and everything like that. It, it was it was cool to really do that, and it worked out so well. The chemistry worked out so well that we ended up with a foreign correspondent, mm-hmm. our first <laughs> foreign correspondent. But it's only yeah. for tax purposes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you know what's cool for, we've chatted about this a little bit and and uh, not much, but for this next uh, version of the Yukon journey, there is a uh, piece of equipment that connects, uh, satellite connection, 
and creates basically kind of like Wi-Fi for your campsite on a rock bar, you know, in the middle of the Yukon and where I will be able to, you know, I, I, sh I, I should knock wood here because, you know, but where you are very likely to be able to call at any time. Oh, call or Skype? Um, call or Skype, both. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and even, but even satellite phones up there don't always work, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, you can have a three to four hour window where you just can't get through. So There's no satellites it, in the overhead and yeah. Yep. So if this works, I mean, that would, you know, that'd be amazing because then we wouldn't have to try to, you know, to get to a certain town by a certain time. We could just say, okay, well, it's, uh, it's not raining. So let's, uh, set up the equipment and, you know, yeah. Chat <laughs> with, uh, Sean and Derek. Looking forward to that. Yeah, that'd be yeah. neat. Yeah, to continue and, that journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that, and uh, and we're going to be doing some stuff with schools too. So that's um, that's also going to be that's fun. amazing. Mm -hmm. Like I saw some during your winter presentation at the winter symposium, you talked about the school and here in Aurelia that you went to, and and the connection that you're making with the kids and safety in the backcountry. It's just I think that's fascinating the way that uh, the, the the stuff that you're doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a former teacher, right? So yeah. to be able to take this and then meld it with something for classrooms and I'm, I'm working on, I'm working on more schools in Canada. I'm working on some schools here in Wisconsin. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking this will be very cool. You know, it's very exciting. Looking forward yeah. to seeing what happens with it all. Of course, if they find out, you know, that I'm talking with you guys on a regular basis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it may shade the... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, sir. Yeah, you can't come into this country. <laughs> yeah, We've right. heard you on the podcast. Yeah, so shady guys up there. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We've got some new things that we're looking at um, on the horizon as well, which we're excited about. Uh, one of them being... In addition to Paddling Adventures Radio podcast, mm -hmm. um, we've we've noticed that when we get talking to people about their trips, we talk way too long. Yes, <laughs> there's a lot of, of information to go through. Yeah, so it eats yeah. up time. It eats up normal podcast time, and yeah, and so the interviews are great. But then when we do like trip logs, trip reports, or talk to somebody about extended trips, It uh, we often can make two or three episodes out of it. Or Yeah. So 2020, one of the new things we're looking at is Paddling Adventures Radio Destinations. It'll be an extra um, episode yeah. uh, of Paddling Adventures Radio, but it'll be with the colon destinations yeah. uh, behind it. Uh, so it'll, you know, so instead of one episode a week, it might be one episode this week, two episodes the next week, one episode the following week, two episodes the following week. After. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to add extra episodes in there and it'll just be destinations from people we've talked to around the world that have paddled different places and we'll just sit down and we'll chat with them and tell us about the trip you did. Yeah. Uh, we know people that have been doing the Amazon, people that are... We know of one guy that's uh, hooking up to do the Northwest Passage this year. Uh, cool. He's been uh, tagging us on Instagram, so I'm uh, touching base with him to because he's done the Amazon, he's done the Volga River. Uh, they're going to do the Northwest Passage. So if we can sit down and, and chat with them for a couple of hours about these trips, 
Jim Baird. We could sit down and talk with him about, you know, the Hess River. Uh, we could sit down with him, Ted, uh, David Lee, the Passionate Paddler, talk about the, mar- the, the, the Mountain River, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. And those are full episodes that people are quite interested in hearing trip reports about these things. Mm-hmm. You know, That'd so that's, great. yeah, so that's what we're looking for because I had, uh, I mean, we had, we had this little online meeting between us and uh, we had some ideas and that's sort of what it came down to as well. Instead of doing one thing, this would probably be a better yeah, better absolutely. way to go. And yeah. I, I think that really works. So yeah, yeah. so I'm looking forward to, to doing that and um, getting ourselves out there and doing some uh, in-person uh, presentations uh, next year. Uh, I know I'm already speaking at the Quiet Adventure Symposium in, um, in February down in Michigan, Lansing, Michigan, and uh, put out our names for a couple other places. Plus we're trying to get some local things as well to get out and chat with people and just get our names out there. And, you know, uh, hopefully people start, uh, more people start, um, posting and forwarding and, and whatnot, our, uh, our podcast and letting people know, Hey, you guys are interested in paddling. You should check out this podcast. And, you know, uh, over the last month, we've really gotten a big boost in that sort of thing. So yeah, I think that 2020 is going to be a big year for all of us here. Yeah. That's cool. I, you know, and I think, I think one thing that, that you guys have that nobody else does is, you know, you've done 200 episodes now, you know, of, of about an hour or more each week. Yeah. That's not easy. That is not an easy thing to do. The consistency, yeah. (laughs) Now it's Derek. (laughs) Sorry. Habit. No, no, it's not. And you've got, you know, I mean, that... The time commitment, I mean, I, you know, the, that you guys make for this every week is, is pretty impressive and not a lot of people can do that or have done that. To my knowledge, no other paddling show has done that. Um, certainly not North American. No. uh, And, and most of the paddling podcasts that I've seen, they're all based on one discipline of paddling. Right, exactly. Either, yeah. And most of it, most of the pad, the podcasts I see are kayaking and stand-up paddleboarding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's yep. it. And so, a lot of whitewater kayaking too, right? Yeah. Not, not even just even general kayaking, whitewater specifically. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that we, and as far as I know, I, I could be wrong. I'm not, this isn't a 100% guaranteed thing, but I think we are the only podcast out there talking about all disciplines of paddling. Yeah. Which is, which is pretty cool in itself. I mean, that in itself, we've learned so much about different types of paddling and had the opportunities to try them out and stuff like that too, which is really cool, which I don't think, you know, if I hadn't, uh, got in with this, with this podcast, I don't think I would have ever tried stand up paddle boarding or I wouldn't have ever owned a kayak, that sort of thing. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So we'll see where 2020 takes us. Uh, yeah. but, uh, yeah, there's, there's lots of things going on. Um, this year has been a busy year. You found something though, Derek. Well, just before we get into the rest of the show here, yes. What did you find? So, so first, just to Background. cap off what what we already sort of mentioned, didn't know the name. So it's Pablo Escobar's brother uh, Roberto Escobar, and oh, he's okay. creating the Fold One. It's a it's a folding cell phone. It, uh, Pablo's face is going to be on it. It's gold colored folding cell phone and <laughs> how much i need to they're gonna be 300 bucks 300 bucks each yeah 
Oh, take four then. I know. Ah, <laughs> all right. With Pablo's face on there smiling. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So what What I found, uh, I, I discovered it today. It's apparently it's, this has been known for about a month now, and but I just heard about it today. So, But I just thought it was so funny. Just when you think of backcountry.com, and uh, all of the uh, all of the uh, the happy things that they're stirring up amongst the public and the media, <laughs> right? So, so they're burning themselves to the ground. But it was what I, I found today, which is sort of sort of connected, but not. It's um, so there's a a company in Alberta, uh, the Wax Partnership. That's a communications company, and they've partnered with. The, the Florida Society of Professional Journalists. And so these two, they, they got together, they created the website, they've, uh, they've done some work to... Uh, the media and journalism and stuff like that, they're struggling with the way that the word and the term fake news is being bantered about and hammered back and forth. And, and so fake news itself often becomes a fake news story. So they don't like the use of the term fake news. So what they've done is they've gone and trademarked the term fake news. So, and now they're going to be sending out cease and desist orders to anybody who incorrectly uses the term fake news. So they're, they're taking a sort of a, a page of the book of backcountry.com, but this was for good. This is, this is, this should help improve, uh, the, the use of the term fake news. So anyways, they they're sending cease and desist orders to news organizations, to the white house and so on for, for people using the, now their term, fake news. I just uh, thought that was so hilarious. It sounds like fake news. <laughs> it does sound like <laughs> fake news. And they said right in the article, this is not fake news. <laughs> well, I guess if they're going to trademark something. Yeah. It doesn't get Do it for good. That. I hate fake news. I hate, I just hate that term. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> By the way, you're probably getting a cease and desist letter now. <laughs> 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 but we're we're spreading the good news about the fake news. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing good. It's the it's the good word of fake news. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought I, I had to share that. I just thought it was hilarious because we had just talked about backcountry.com and we were ranting and raving about backcountry.com. Yes, people knew I was rather annoyed. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Apparently, my my voice said so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so here's to another 200 episodes. Woohoo. That'll be fantastic. Mm -hmm. Now we made, uh, a little promise, I guess, declaration, promise, statement. Did we? Statement. Declaration we, of love. <laughs> to the show. Yes. Uh, we're giving up all, all material things. Yes. Uh, just <laughs> so live that like we monks. can, we can, yeah, do the show 24 seven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We had Kevin Callan on our very first episode. Yes. And we had him on our 100th episode. And we told him we would have him on our 200th episode. And we snuck him in for 174. And we snuck, yeah, 174 with Andy. So yeah. that was kind of a sneaky thing. Uh, so we told him we were going to have him on our 200th episode. Yep. He's not in our studio this evening. I don't see him here anywhere. <laughs> However. Yes. Derek and I made a little field trip. Road trip. Road trip. Derek and I took a little journey north 
the other day and sat down with Kevin Callan for our 200th episode. Mm -hmm. As much as we wanted to talk to Kevin about what he has coming up, Yes. He just kept turning it back to, so you guys have done this. He you was guys very good that. about it too. Oh, like yeah. He was very skilled. I was going to beat him. Well, what about this? And what about you guys? And what about this? Like, <laughs> it, it was, it was a good interview. Yeah. Um, the problem with going to Kevin's house. It was like house, a reverse interview. Yeah. Right. He interviewed yeah. us. Let's go up to Kevin's house, bring all our stuff and talk about us. Yes. That'll be awesome. <laughs> Welcome to Narcissism Radio. Yes. Your host this evening. Um... Yeah, it, it was it was pretty good to get up and chat with him. The problem with going to Kevin Callan's house is the three of us are talkers. Yes. Um, and when we get there, there's the first hour of, how are you guys doing? And what are you up to? And what are you up to? And what's story coming up? After and, story yeah. after story. And, and then and we <laughs> set up everything. <laughs> we got to record something. Yeah. <laughs> so an hour and a half to two hours in, we actually sit down and start recording. Yeah. And then we record for a couple of hours because there's a couple breaks in there. Yeah. And then we tear it. So it's like a five hour day. Easy. It was. Six o'clock. We got there. We got there at one. At one. Yeah. That yeah. was a five hour uh-huh. day. It's like, oh man. But it is a blast going up there and chit chatting with them because it, it's, I mean, you go from serious to like goofy yeah laughing to just regular conversations yeah. and some of it's serious some of it's not and yeah you're all over the board you you, you pick a line right down the middle and try to stick to it and it <laughs> doesn't happen best. yeah just hope for the best <laughs> you know it's, it's it's like throwing a bowling ball down the alley you expect it to go straight and it, oh, yeah. it doesn't always go straight so it was a really awesome interview we good chat with kevin callum but can you imagine what you guys don't get to hear the between takes conversations you oh, missed yeah. out on that. If we did, yeah, if we, we'd have to have people pay us for, for that stuff, man. That's actually, yeah, that's why I joined you guys because I'm doing an expose on, you know, Paddling Adventures Radio, the background story. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be like takes. a giant lawsuit 20 years down the road <laughs> where we're suing him because he's putting out books and, and audio cassettes and then we're going to win and he's going to lose and we're going to win a whole $15. <laughs> that's what it's worth. <laughs> so you might as well just flip us a 20 now and be done with it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> anyway. So we actually did get Kevin Callen for our 200th episode. Derek and I went up and uh, did a little chit chat thing with him. So I guess we should just play that interview and let people have some fun times listening. Yeah. And we'll be back right after. Alrighty. Here we go. So we're sitting around the table at Kevin Callen's house. Again. 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 I told you guys this would not happen Stop again. coming back. We just, we're just like a bad rash. You just keep coming back. I'm getting to scratch already, I'm telling you. So episode number one at the Canoe Museum. Episode 100 right here around this table. Uh, episode 174 with Andy around this table. Episode 200. You might want to move. <laughs> we won't be able to find you next time. That, that, that's bizarre. Like episode 174, it was Andy? Yeah. yeah. I told yeah. I told Andy when he, the reason why he came here, I said it was 200. <laughs> Shh. He doesn't listen to this anyway. It wasn't even 175. It was 174. No. Yeah. yeah. He hasn't talked to me since. Maybe that's why. Oh Don't God. even rate a 175 on the podcast scale. <laughs> We've almost been doing this four years. That's fantastic. So yeah. what's, um, what's your favorite memories? 
I don't have any. <laughs> oh, stop it. It's just it. the beer. It's just nonstop parade yep. of beer. I thought they said beard because you're, you're beard. now trying to get yeah. Well, this is just, I, I always grow a beard in the winter. It's my winter beard. It'll be gone in the spring. Yeah. It'll be gone by Christmas. I, Who is he I, I could not maintain a epic beard like Sean does. It would just be too irritating. I already want to rip it off. It's so itchy. That's what your wife said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I almost choked on my whiskey. <laughs> okay, so that has been approximately 30 seconds and we've gone downhill. Right. Thanks for opening the, the, the evening. Oh, we're already contemplating what we're going to edit out. <laughs> and I like to say it is actually a, a Sunday afternoon. The last time you arrived, you, you got here. I'm, I'm sure you lived here for three days, I think. Well, yeah, it was, a, it was an evening show. We were going to come up here. We'd come up after work and we'd record with you for an hour. No, it wasn't. It was. Oh, like, I know I it was like two, three in the morning. Well, I, I yeah. told Derek, dude, oh, we got you get in there. We had a CBC interview the next day. Oh, yeah. So you're up, like up until two in the morning. Then you had to drive from three into downtown Toronto, and then you had your CBC interview. No, it wasn't one interview. It was twenty six <laughs> interviews across Canada. Twenty six. Yeah. I actually, I was quite proud of myself at the end of the day. I drove home, said, I did it. And then come home, poof. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. Glad we could help oh, you. Thank uh, you very much. Yeah. 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 Always trying to improve yourself. Thank you. We're there yes. to help you. Yeah, thank you very much. Yes. Not a problem, man. We're there for you. So before uh, we got live, we started talking about uh, letting gas go in vehicles. Yes, we did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you were going to tell, you were telling a Becky Mason well, it story. It was a great Becky Mason story. Hi, Becky. <laughs> um, so years ago, we were at uh, the uh, Ottawa show. And I was going to go stay at their place at the end of the show. And Becky has a allergic reaction to, was it latex, right? So yeah. someone, yeah, 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 someone yeah. brought balloons in. She goes, well, I have to leave. I'm allergic to this. So I was like, okay. So Reed, her husband, uh, they get in their vehicle and I follow them through Ottawa to go to their place in Chelsea, Quebec. And uh, we're at the lights. And it was, actually, it was a downpour of rain, whatever. I'm not sure how that has anything to do with it, but I remember <laughs> that. And I, I tooted. I tooted, so sorry. That happens sometimes, you know. No. Human function. Um, yes, I was proper about it, but I tooted. I was by myself and nothing to worry because I was by myself. And sure enough, Becky gets out of the vehicle and went, <gasps> what? And she comes over the She's vehicle and here, she, she bangs on the window. So I roll it down. She goes, yeah, yeah, uh, Reed has to go get some stuff uh, at the store. So how about I just, you know, go with you? And it's like, <laughs> no, because if you're allergic to latex, you will not do like, like you know, like really, like you will be allergic to what I just did. <laughs> yes, uh, and actually, she's told that story many times at outdoor shows. Oh yeah, you're soaking in it. Yeah. I got into Kevin's vehicle. Oh my god! <laughs> my eyebrows burnt burritos off. and tacos and refried beans. Uh, and actually, the worst ever was uh, uh, this this spring. Uh, um, uh, Tim Foley at Canadian Outdoor Equipment. He was on trip with us, right? Great guy, great cook. But he makes the first night makes this massive red cabbage. Oh, <laughs> and awesome. Ashley, uh, Speedo man, uh, he's in the tent with me. I I had the dry heaves. I, I, I seriously did. I'd go in the vest field and I had the dry heaves. It was why are we talking about this? <laughs> you brought it up. No, you started it. No, you started it at thirty seconds, and now oh. we're four minutes and thirty seconds in. We're, we're talking about farts. I do remember though. It was a couple of years ago when I was I was driving home from a presentation. I had to go to a, actually a Christmas party, but it was late late night. I was I was presenting that night, and I come over this ridge on, on, a, on a, a country road, and there's a, a drive by whatever uh, checking you, and I said, like, oh great. So I stop, and I I had. I don't want to this story. <laughs> I did it just before that. I came over this rise. I went, oh, there's this stop program. And rolled down the window. And the, We've been drinking the, the officer said, 
Uh, have you drink it? No, but you do not want to stick your head in here right now. And, and <laughs> so, of course, the guy goes, okay, do, then. Now I'm going like, to. And he, <laughs> there he goes, yeah, have a good night, sir. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so embarrassing. That was so embarrassing. Gas, gas, gas. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. Okay. For those that have tuned in to show to talk about canoe tripping. Yes. Yeah, it's not happening. 200th episode. Well, how do we start yeah. it? Talking about dudes. Yeah, you know, it happens. So who, who's the guy called Preacher? What, what, what's his name? David Sullivan. David Sullivan. David Sullivan. I did the White Partridge trip with him. It was oh, 2006. And uh, so I was I was bunked with him. We we paddled together. And oh my God, I, like, I was... I couldn't help but be angry with him because every night he was chasing me out of the tent. He stank so badly. Every time he tooted, it was like, David, you've got to stop doing that. <laughs> it, and like you were saying, it dry heaves. It's like, oh my God, what is that? I think the worst ever was nothing to do with two. So there was a guy that went on a trip with us years ago. Uh, he was a... I actually a biologist for the MNR doing turtle samples along the way. And he would smoke in the tent. Like literally oh, light really? a cigarette in the tent. And really? I was like, oh, why would you do well, that? Well, that's wrong. Yeah. How weird. Yeah. He also pooped beside the tent. Um, no. Yeah. I remember waking up and getting out of the tent. And I said, who did this? And it was me. I went. It was yeah. a turtle. I never really tripped with him after that. <laughs> no, yeah, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Smoked in the tent. Yeah. That's... that's I don't know. Like that's you. I wouldn't smoke if I smoked. I wouldn't smoke in my own house. It no. was like you don't want that smell around you. Yeah. No. Yeah. But you know what? I worked at a, one of my first jobs after college was um, I worked in a call center, and I wasn't actually doing the, the the calls and that. But some of the older women there, they said, "Yeah, we used to have like ashtrays right next to our phone, so we'd pick up the oh, phone yeah. and we'd have it." You know, in the in the crook of your neck, yeah. and you'd be writing out orders, and you'd have a smoke going. So you know, take a puff of the yeah. smoke, put it in, the th- and write down your order. And you're like, I couldn't even fathom a cigarette it's, in a business anymore. Sorry, Sean, but if I worked at a call center, I, I'd be smoking a job, and it, it wouldn't I'd be it shooting would, up. It wouldn't be a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, back in the day, like so. My current job, my previous job, even my previous job, I was in the military on on ships. I was in the navy, and uh, oh, so, sorry, you said ships. Yes. Okay. So sorry. See, <laughs> okay. Sort of staying on subject. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, I was on board ship, and uh, and so I currently work in a nuclear power plant, and so the design is seventies, the same as my old ship was, and so there was these little square pockets in the control panel where you'd sit and operate the plant or operate the ship and i I remember asking why is there a hole in the counter like that oh that's where you used to put the ashtray it's like oh so i'm in a in a canadian navy ship or i'm in a nuclear power plant and they put into the design a place to store the ashtray but this is a like sixties, seventies design, both like yeah. now do they now have a place for your vape? <laughs> no. No, you're not even allowed to vape on site anymore. Got it's little, like you got a little cup holder on the side. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like it was it was so a multi billion dollar design and it's like they designed in a pocket for an ashtray. But that was the seventies, right? That was that yep. was way back then. That was Everybody smoked. Everybody even smoked. Even outdoors. I mean I used to go fishing with my dad and my grandfather. We'd be sitting in the boat, and the minute we stopped, okay, cast out, and you know, you're 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 fishing, and 
light up a cigarette. Oh yeah, well what, you know? my, my dad used to do the, the rolling. Oh, the self roll. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 And so, so you guys know it's it was actually tobacco, right? So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, I mean, well, the young people are like, oh, rollies, oh yeah. And but I'd have to go to the store and buy rollies for them, right? And yeah. like, zigzag. Like, Imagine do that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, but yeah, so I'd catch more fish because he would stop. We'd put the anchor down, and he'd do a rollie, and I'd catch like three or four walleye. He goes, oh, yeah, as well. Indeed, stuff. Yeah. 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 I remember sitting in our house in Moosonee and. And my parents would be sitting and we would be watching TV and they had that little cigarette maker. Yes. Oh, and they would put the big long thing in and they fill it and they take the little Q-tip and put the the water around and then they do their big crank would roll it and stick it. Oh, the really old ones. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you had the razor blade to cut, cut and then take them and put them in the old like player's light tin. From previous tobacco, right? Oh, wow, that's really yeah. old. Yeah, we had that, that in was my back household. in the early seventies. Yeah, and our household was called Kevin. Oh. Son, <laughs> roll me some cigarettes. That's you were the hit when you were a teenager at all the parties. Yeah. Here, there you go, buddy. <laughs> it's like magic. Yeah, that guy can roll a joint like nobody's business. <laughs> I got I, you know I, I, I even though we're Canadians I got to tell you that um, I, I I I I drink my scotch whatever but I've never done the drug thing I'm not against it whatever uh, my students at risk I hope to God that they do marijuana instead of all the other stuff right? <laughs> uh, the one thing we caught them doing the other day was um, uh, they got went to the dollar store and got the uh, liquid whiteout that has still has alcohol in it like now what? whiteout doesn't right right like the old stuff does at the dollar store yeah and they would roll it up in a rolly and smoke it at lunch. Yeah, just it's like it's like really? breathing, it's breathing gas. It's that like, sounds like, so yeah. dangerous. Yeah. Well, it's like chuffing. Well, they're best out, right? So, yeah. so yeah, and uh, you know if they if they're smoking a joint, I'm thinking I don't. That's okay, guys. <laughs> okay, as long as you're not smoking the dollar store white out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, No, it's uh, chuffing gas. We had or... one buddy in high school um, comes over to my house one day with his brother. Says, "You got any tea bags?" So why? Oh, you want a cup of tea? He says, "No, we just want the tea bag." Well, they'd run out of tobacco. And they would smoke tea. Hmm. Really? Yeah. I mean, That's so yeah. weird. And you guys will go freaking on this one. A lot of people too, but you, you have to be in my shoes for this. Uh, in my first aid kit, when I take these students out in, in the bush for trips, uh, is a pack of smokes. Or, or um, what do they call them now? Uh, uh-oh. I better say the right thing. Anyway, smokes. A pack of smokes. And my boss says, well, you can't do that. I went, have you ever been on, in, on a trip with them where they've run out of, what is the word they use now? Anyway, smokes, and uh, you don't know. And I, I've had students at midnight try to walk out to the road, phones a, a friend to go off and you know deliver them. Oh wow! Uh, so they're just yeah. they need a cigarette so bad that yeah. just like and it's an emergency. It is. It yeah. really is. And I, I you know, they they have huge addiction issues. But the one thing is cigarettes. So you can't continue on if they can't, they don't have their smokes. So right. in my first aid kit, without them knowing until until need, it became an emergency. Yeah. And they're like, why would you do that? I went, well, be in my shoes during that trip. Yeah. When you yeah. have to go at midnight, you're nice and comfortable in the tent. And these guys are trying to go off and on meeting someone on some dirt <laughs> road, which they'll never get you. I mean, every single time that happened, they had this great plan that would never work. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. So. And they need that. They need that smoke. Yeah. 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 I cannot think of the name of what they call cigarettes now. Cigarettes. Smokes? No. There's a new word? Uh, it will blurt out about half hour from now, or maybe four hours from now. We'll <laughs> four and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, Day so, seven. Yeah, well, so, yeah, 200. Forget about this. This is a silly conversation. Like, really, 200. What is the, what is the one oddest interview you've done 
of, out of 200. Well, there's this Kevin Callan. There's this four-hour interview <laughs> that we've done. Yeah, you know what? Um, there's been a couple weird things, like we've mentioned many times, the crotch pot. Um, chatting with you is always uh, hit or miss. <laughs> I was like, oh, they talked about the crotch pot, and they talked about me. Oh, okay, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's that's pretty. A lot of it's pretty straightforward. Okay, what was but, the most? Oh, I can't believe we got that interview. I can't believe we actually got and talked to that person, Jim Baird. Because he said, "Yeah, come on up, we'll we'll talk." But we're getting people now calling us, and I'm thinking. Dude, I just got an email from such and such we saying people he wants to be on our show. To be in your, yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, you know, these 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 ones haven't even come. These is this is stuff that's coming in the new year. But you didn't see this coming. Like this is all no. like, really yeah. yeah yeah. Well, why'd you start it all if you didn't see this coming? I don't know. This is two hundred man. Well, we didn't. Think, yeah. yeah, we think we're just gonna fly under the radar. This for, is still really a hobby for us. Yeah. We don't we don't have any paid advertising. We don't get money for this. This is this is all cash outlay. We've we don't bring zero dollars in. So what's the carrot? What's the carrot in front? I mean, it's a hobby. So it, it, so every hobbyist has that carrot though. So what's the carrot? I don't know. For me, I'm drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually raiding Kevin's beer fridge today. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, you are too. Actually. But but for me, I'm not. A, I can't quit. So until I get fired, I'm. This is where I am, right? And I keep and every, every day. Week, come he's on, will close he, to being fired? Well, is this the week Sean fires me? Please, 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 please. <laughs> oh, I thought you made your real job. Oh no! no, oh, oh, no I'm not leaving my he's real job. He's waiting till I fire him from our show, oh. and I'm never going to do it because I'm like the devil. He's signed on for life. <laughs> I don't, it's, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, so it's many, fun to do. It's one night a week. It's a hobby. Yeah. It's a couple hours. It's, we get together, we drink beer and we, we it's chat like about stuff week. that we're interested in. And, and now we're interested, we're like, we're starting to interview some interesting people, right? And not that you're not, but you, like, we keep interviewing you. And so we keep, like, it's amazing. <laughs> oh, episode 200, we told him we'd have him on the show. <laughs> Damn it. Holy living no. God, man! That came out of your mouth. You no bastard! <laughs> what, what I was getting at is like you. Oh no, no! You said it. No, no. Beep, Think about it the first beep, time you dated a woman and said something beep. wrong. That's exactly what you just did right is now. Back up there. Is my yes. face red? Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Kevin. Oh, but I'm, oh, good God, we've had you on the show way too many times. I, I'm suddenly sweating here. <laughs> You should sweat, you son of a. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Okay. So, sorry. Well, uh, so to change the subject, so I've got uh, smokes, butt, square, sig, siggy, stoke, stogie, stokes, snouts, tabs, loony, uh, backwards, bogies, bogues, gorts, siggy, wiggy, dillies, darts. What are you? What, are you all right? Yeah. These it's are all the, the names, names for, for cigarettes. cigarettes. Oh, darts. 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 Oh, that's not new. <laughs> well, my pretty... brother used to smoke darts. Yeah, I need to go for a dart. Yeah. Okay. Go for a butt. Go for Whereas a dart. Whereas, opposed at home, I sit there with a beer and I play darts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's something completely different. <laughs> and, and if you get really hammered, you could try and smoke a dart, but that would just be wrong. Yeah, it's pointy, though. That hurts. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I, you know what? This is this is our our, our hobby. Like yeah. you say, yeah, I mean, you know, whether you're going out for dart night, whether you're going out to a bowling league once a week yeah. or something, this is it. Yeah. We sit well, around and we cha- talk what we enjoy, we enjoy paddling, and we've learned a bunch of stuff, and this is what we enjoy doing. So this is our and you're not you're not going to say the answer to this because you, you shouldn't too. But has there ever been 
uh, an episode where you're like, oh, I, if I hear him talk one more time. No. Don't say the name, whatever, because that would be wrong. But is that ever happened? <laughs> Kevin's afraid it's going to be him. <laughs> oh, my God. I've got to interview Kevin Callan one more time. I'm going to slit my throat. Hey, wait. He's got a beam up there. Give me a rope. <laughs> see, see that cable from the other microphone? Grab it. We'll toss it over. You hold this end. <laughs> I shouldn't have asked that question. Well, there's got to be, no. like, out of 200, 200. No, there's... no. Wow. Well, yeah. it's once a week for the last several years. It's like we're almost like brothers now, right? So it's I don't know. It's it's not painful at all anymore. In the fr- anymore <laughs> anymore. Well, at There's first, that little caveat. <laughs> like the one of the hardest things was it was in the within the first six months to a year we would get together sometimes three nights a week because we couldn't come up with any topic material so three nights a week i'd have to drive for half an hour to his house in ajax and it's like okay well let's try and reach research some more stuff we, we got to come up with some topics so so it would often be two nights a week sometimes three nights a week if we had really a lot of trouble but now we've become so relaxed and comfortable with it that we just it just becomes this fireside chat, this sit around and and chat about stuff, and we have fun, we laugh. So it's it's become a lot easier than it was at first. At first, it was a struggle just to, what are we going to talk about? Do people really yeah, want to hear this? We were overthinking it. Yeah. We were totally overthinking. Yeah. Just so letting everybody know out there that they're now sitting here in my house with their boxer shorts on, that's it. Yeah. yeah. We often record yeah. without pants. Pants yeah. are overrated. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when I first met them, they were dressing suits, ties. Yeah. You know. Hawaiian shirts and no pants yeah. now. When and, we first started recording, he didn't have this beard. And he keeps saying, it's like, I'm growing it until I don't have to wear pants. <laughs> so the next time you see me, you won't know whether I'm sitting here in even boxers. <laughs> Just this big beard, this ZZ Top beard. Big ZZ Top beard and... <laughs> You might want to throw out this chair afterwards. You don't know. <laughs> You've now actually done what something that no, no people thought would be impossible. I, I'm now speechless. Because <laughs> you're busy picturing me without. <laughs> yes, it's all. You just, it's all you just a giant beard, and I'm going to be standing there with my hands on my hips, and people going, "That's an impressive beard." And then the wind's going to blow my beard out of the way. I just might <laughs> toot to get you guys out of here. <laughs> You're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> Awkward. So what was the one uh, the one interview of the 200 that uh, you didn't see coming? You, you're like, um, you, you were like, wow, that was the best interview we've ever had, but you never thought that that would happen. Oh, I know. It's the uh, Chicago Adventure Cat. Therapy. Chicago. Chicago Adventure Therapy. Yeah. So we did that interview, and I I didn't know much about this group, but the woman who ran the program and one of the girls who were in the program, it was. Uh, it was at the Quiet Water Symposium yeah. last year. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was now Quiet Adventure Symposium, but it was uh, it was an interview that we I didn't really think it blew my mind just to learn about inner city kids learning to paddle and camp and be in the outdoors and it gets them out of the inner city it expands their horizons it really makes them see the world as a bigger thing than 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 you know the the gang violence and and stuff like this so that interview 
really like I just remember my the hair standing up in the back of my neck just listening yeah. to this girl talk and listening to this woman talk about it and so it was one of the most impactful interviews that I recall for the whole time that we've we've done this it was it our was, very last interview at the show last year yeah and we said hey you know what let's have them come over and chit chat and so they came over and she said can I bring one of the girls I said, by all means so we had the four microphones there and we all chit chatted and they said oh yeah you know what and they got this girl had the opportunity to go elsewhere and teach other people how to how to paddle a kayak and stuff like that and 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 that was like she would never have had that opportunity it changed her life so she had she at a very young age i think at 16 or something she had her first child and so her life was not off on the right foot there was no she didn't feel she had any real prospects until she got into this this uh, Chicago Adventure Therapy program and so it made it really opened her eyes as to what I can have a life I can do stuff I can be my own person this this uh, child that I had by accident is not going to redefine my life my life is now going to be redefined by my own choices and I'm going to make better choices and it was it just the way she th this young girl like she talked so she had such a strength of character, strength of voice, and this adventure therapy program that this other woman put on was, it, it's changing lives. And so it really, I, and my, the hair standing up in the back of my neck right now, just thinking about it, it was such an impactful thing that you're this program is changing children's lives who otherwise would never have known that they could have had these opportunities outside of the inner city violence of Chicago. That, 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 so that is the carrot that, that this one carrot in front of you mm -hmm. right? I mean that you did something yeah. to share share mm -hmm. this program share this this thing that's happening that otherwise you would never have known about yeah, well tell us tell us more well I, 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 200 episodes there's got to be just more than just that I enjoyed when Tori threw Jim Baird under the bus <laughs> before they were married <laughs> oh yeah we had a little chit chat with her I said well what's it like with Jim well let me tell you so we start. We started with interviewing Jim. So this was before that anybody knew that he went alone. We didn't even know we were there. Yeah. We interviewed Jim, and so the first half of the interview with Jim Baird, and then it was Tori. So this was before they even got married, I yeah. believe. And so we we chatted with him, and we interviewed Jim. We learned all about his tripping and this, that, the other thing. And we were excited because this is Jim Baird, the adventurer. Yeah, adventure, right? yeah. And then we got to interview Tori at the end of it, and so we we had two separate interviews. And uh, and uh, we we call it uh, Tory throwing Jim under the bus. So we kept asking embarrassing questions that would be embarrassing for Jim, right? And so we learned all these things about their relationship and them as a couple and their things of the future. So it was really interesting to. They weren't interviewed. They were sort of interviewed together, yeah, but they were. It was more of a separate interview. Yeah, Jim was in the background. Every so often in the interview, you hear him yell something. Yeah, <laughs> Buck, hey. Buck was there, and Buck really didn't say too much. Yeah, yeah. you know, as dogs don't. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was amazing to just to be able to sit down and chat with them, and uh, and then it became so, so much more when we learned that. It, even then, he knew, but he wasn't allowed to say anything about yeah. him winning alone and whatever. And it's like, oh, my God, how do you well, keep that Well, I secret? watched the final episode of Alone. Well, I watched all of it, right? And I'm at work. I'm saying, you guys watching Alone? Yeah, you guys are talking. Because you hear people talking about, did you watch that last night? And I go, yeah, Jim Barry. Yeah. My buddy. Him and his brother, Ted. And they're like, no. I said, yeah. And I'd show them, you know, we had interviewed and all that. Um, because the show came out, afterward, came out afterwards. So no, he couldn't tell us. So the night he won, 
I'm like, dude, that's awesome. And he, and he texts me back. We had already won when you did the interview. I wanted to tell you so bad, but we just couldn't. And, but when we went out with Camper Christina, uh, we did a little day trip with Camper Christina. She did a little YouTube video interview mm-hmm. with, yeah, yeah. with Derek and I. That was a really good interview too. Is it yeah. good hanging out with her and and doing that trip with her? Like she's another really good interview that we had. Yeah, that's great. That's and good. we were in the canoes and we were talking about alone. I said, "Oh, I'll tell you right now, Jim and Ted win." You're like, well, how do you know? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, Jim's yeah. got a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> when you see all the promo, Jim's got this big, wild, red afro going. But then all of a sudden now, he's got this nice, slim, nice haircut. Yeah. He used some His... money and got a massive haircut. <laughs> That's how I know they won. And then we find out they did win. <laughs> I'm like, I'm texting Derek and Christina. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, I called it. Yeah, I remember for her interview, she was asking us, so who do you want to talk to? Who do you want to interview? And we always talk about, uh, well, we, we would really like to have Justin Trudeau on the show. And and the Queen. We want to have the Queen on the show. Yeah, <laughs> so just throw a name. you got to you aim know. high, right? Yeah, aim high and hopefully you get somebody mediocre. Yeah. Thanks. Like an author. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks. No, no, I said mediocre. I didn't say... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, we're equal opportunists. We'll just hammer anybody to the wall. So, no, I've actually um, got an email because you can send emails to Justin Trudeau's... Oh, you got a reply? Um, th- I haven't got a reply yet. No. But I would love to sit in fr- at the Canoe Museum in, in front, front of his, his dad's booth because yeah. he's yeah. got the big display. Yeah. There's and like talk his canoe about and his leather, his, his what is it, uh, deerskin his jacket. jacket and his gloves and, and his gloves paddle. Yeah. Paddle. And I'd like to talk about canoe tripping. Yeah, with like Justin. from from the the Trudeau standpoint, it's like your dad family. and and you when you're passing it on to your kids and and carrying it as a whole. Yeah, he might trip. be a little busy right now. That's what I'm thinking. But hopefully, maybe if, if he doesn't get reelected, he'll have time. If he does get reelected, he'll have time. You know, I'm just, I'm just, just tell me time. We'll be yeah. there. You know, there's a lot of uh, famous Canadians that are paddlers, and and to meet them is just amazing. Uh, I, 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 well, we all know the community of canoeing. They're, yeah. they're, we're all simplistic and somewhat normal, right? But um, <laughs> I remember the first time I met with uh, uh, Gordowney and. Um, and he was a big paddler. And uh, so I went to CBC to do some work and they were having a meeting. I was supposed to meet with this producer and Gord gets up and I was like, oh my God. That's Gord And I'm trying to be cool, right? And I'm not cool at all. <laughs> and uh, so he goes up and shakes my hand. He goes, hey, Kevin, how you doing? I was like, oh my God. He knows who I am. Yeah, and you know, what are you going to say? Hello, I have all my books. Um, but I ended up, he was a really good guy. Well, everybody knows he's a really good guy, but like passionate paddler. Um, uh, Blue Rodeo, um, Jim Cuddy, yeah. big, big paddler. Oh, is he really? Uh, met him oh, at yeah. CBC. Graves of Wrath guys, uh, big paddlers. Um, Margaret Atwood, uh, Red Green. Margaret and, Atwood is a paddler? Uh, yeah, at the cottage, I guess. But, yeah. Yeah, you know, she's a really nice person. Um, Red Green, Steve I don't know Smith. her personally, yeah. but... <laughs> yeah, I, I, the times I met Margaret Atwood, she's been very, very, very helpful to all writers. Um, Pierre Burton, um, yeah, they're, they're all the connection of, of the canoe. And Well, hang yeah. on there, Kev, by your feet. You seem to have dropped a few names there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that was never the intent at all, actually. Uh, if you can meet, I mean, from what you do, I mean, even this, if we can meet people. I mean, I'll, I'll say it right now, not just because we're sitting around your table. When I bought these Kevin Callan books, I had no who, no idea who this goober was, except that 
never he, thought, he did some pretty good books. And that really helped we'd ever me out. meet the guy. Yeah, and then here we are sitting around your table drinking beers and whiskey and but four times so now. Actually, we were talking about this the other day. Um, I was asking Sean, how is it possible for us not even having a podcast, our very first podcast, I said, how did you get Kevin Callen? He lost a bet. And... <laughs> And and Sean says, "Well, I just emailed him." He says, "Yeah, sure." Well, that's what, I think that's what's great about not not to put any other culture down, but the Canadians. That's what we're all about, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're not full of ourselves, to be quite honest. I, I, I don't wake up in the morning thinking any of that crap. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, and uh, and actually, what taught me a lot was this year in England. I was traveling in England, uh, visiting uh, friends and family, and um, we're at this dinner, and this guy sits beside me, and in. This is like pinched myself. This is an amazing story. Uh, he goes, "Hey, I'm a big fan of yours." I went, "Oh, really?" Uh, and what do you do? And he goes, "Well, I'm one of the, uh, or was one of the writers for uh, Monty Python." Oh, and I went, "What? You posted a picture of that?" Yeah, yeah. And and I said, "And what have you done?" <laughs> and he goes, "Well, I wrote that uh, the piece. Uh, I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay." You guys, probably oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Went, never heard of it in my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Went, seriously. And I and and then. Christine, my girlfriend, uh, partner, whatever, she's beside me. And she said, play it cool. Play it cool. Don't be an idiot. I went, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. So my, my next question is, did you bang coconuts together? Yes, I was one of those. <gasps> <laughs> so you'll have to knock that volume down. Yeah. I think it just broke a mic there. But I, and, and I went, really? And he goes, yeah. And he started telling me stories about this, that, whatever. What and, was his name? Um, Mark. I think it was Mark Brown. I forget his I'm guessing Mark Brown. Um, but yeah, uh, he was one of the sketch writers and he went on tour Amazing. with them and told me great stories about time with them and how actually they started with nothing. They, in mm-hmm. fact, they were on tour and they would give money to the roadies to keep everything going, but they would make nothing. And it was actually um, the guy from the Beatles, um, was it Ringo Starr, that actually gave money for Life of Brian. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had an amazing night and it all started off with he loves canoeing and he knew me f- from canoeing. And why is because, well, I'm Canadian. He goes, oh yeah, the Canadian paddler. I was like, son of a, like that's wow. amazing. But uh, the, I, just imagine being around the campfire with those, those people, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't it be yeah. amazing? Yeah. To- I mean, we sit around the campfire and we do Monty Python. <laughs> I, I've, I've not been with any group of paddlers, large groups. Where at some point of the night, around that campfire, somebody doesn't whip out something Monty Python. Yeah. Someday, lad, this all will be yours. What, the curtains? You're not the curtains. <laughs> How do you know she's, he's not the king? We not got shit out of him. <laughs> if some moistened bitch threw some autonomy, they, never, they wouldn't make me... No, what was it? Uh-oh. He was elected. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, strange women lying in ponds, determining the source. no basis of government. If some threw a scimitar on me. Oh my oh, lord, I'm going spam. back to high school. Spam, 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 spam. spam. Oh, and spam. I talked to him about Wonderful that spam. too. Yeah, and he, he actually said uh, um, that the the whole um, uh, lumberjack thing was a, an extra. They needed instantaneously, but the dead parrot took endless Forever. times to, to write. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I, I went home that night, like, <laughs> what an amazing talk. night. But it was a really nice guy talking to a Canadian paddler and and that sort of thing, right? So, but anyway, you, you're uh, you're not talking about your, like, 200th, okay? So do you, have you ever had Monty Python on? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> not at all. Well, let's take a quick break, though, and we'll come back and we'll talk about a couple other things. We got to 
appease the... Oh, this is not live? Yeah. No. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> this portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. Hi, this is Derek Sprest. You're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. If you like what you've been hearing, you can find out more by checking us out at paddlingadventuresradio.com, as well as on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page for our website, where all our podcasts are available for download or streaming. We love to hear from our listeners, so if you have a suggestion for the show or want to let us know how we're doing, please drop us a line. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome back. So as much as we're trying to talk about Kevin, he's spinning he's this on back us on us today but because it's, it's our 200th. No, no, it's important. Yeah, this it's is important. Really, no, it's too, like, seriously, guys, you did 200 episodes, right? Wait so, till we get to 1,000. Oh, no, it will all be about me at the thousand. Wow. <laughs> we'll all be with our walkers. Yeah, and, yeah, on the porch with the pipe. Yes. Oh, Gandalf. Yeah. Gandalf. Who's going to be Bilbo? Who's going to be Frodo? <laughs> But it should all be like 200 episodes. You guys did really, like, really, like the whole yeah. dream of actually doing this. So the, I, I think you've answered this before, but what started you doing? What was the epiphany? Like, it was like, oh, yeah. This oh, is... we got a phone call or an email. Sean, Sean got a phone call. Yeah. Saying, it's all about Sean all the time. It, it always is. But it mind is. you, he did I... not do the minis thinking you did. That's <laughs> the right. True story. Who was the true man? <laughs> I went to Moosonee and went through a hurricane. Okay. <laughs> Your go, your go, your go, Derek. <laughs> but it is is it is an interesting start, and we have told how it started and and what created the idea, and so it was uh, it was Reno, way back when a backcountry recreationalist. Yeah. So it was we were we we were in a group of people like minded people who were trying to protect the backcountry of Algonquin Park, and basically we. We worked and partnered up with the MNR to make sure that the MNR, the Forestry Service, were sticking to the rules of the backcountry of Algonquin. It's like there's a rule about how close you can, you can log to a portage or a waterway or whatever. So all we did is like, hey, uh, this route is too close to a portage. This route, this new log road is too close here or that way. Yeah. And so they said, and we were very non-reactionary. And so we just said, this is your rule. You're going to follow your rule. You're right. We have to follow our own rules. And so that's all we did. And from there, somebody needed an interview. Andrew Viola. Yeah. On his uh, outdoor journal said, listen, we need somebody from your group to come on and tell us what you're doing. I got voluntold to do it. And I went on and he asked questions. I answered and boobity boom. And then must have been a year later, his brother Reno... Viola started this online radio station. So it was going to be all these outdoor shows on the, so you could tune into the website and listen to all these different, it was basically just different podcasts yeah. all on this internet radio station. Um, like and turkey says, hunters and oh, yeah, pilots yeah. and, but it motorcycle was, riders, it was, RV people. Yeah. Yeah. 
But he didn't have any outdoorsy backcountry paddler type. It was all canoe or it was all fishing. Anything water related was fishing all fishing or hunting or and American. Yeah. He says I need more non-fishing, non-hunting stuff and I need Canadian content. So would you be interested in doing a show about canoe tripping? So I said, you know, I'll call him back. I'll, I'll think about it. And I was, I was thinking about it, thinking there's not enough to talk about just canoe tripping. That's too small of, an, uh, of a market. We'd run out of gas really quick. Well, what if we did um, all paddling? That would give us a, a chance to learn more about different types of paddling and stuff like that. And that's what I pitched to him. I went and had a meeting with him and he said, that'd be awesome. What can you do? And I said, well, get this buddy, Derek. I'm going to swindle him into doing the show with me because I can't yabber at myself for 52 minutes. Um, and we, we started it and we went, I guess it was just over a year. And then I guess he wasn't making, it, it wasn't becoming what he wanted it to become. It was just, I'm closing down the radio station. So we figured, well, this frees us up to keep it as a podcast and total freedom. We don't have to go by, you have to have your episode to us by Friday afternoon and you don't have to, it has to be this long, no longer. You got to have this many commercials in it. Da, 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 da. This, we could do whatever we wanted at that point. But for the first while, I mean, if you go back and look at our catalog, <laughs> the, the first, we were 52, 52, 52, 52. <laughs> we stayed at that 50. And that's what, even to this day, we sort of aim for 52. And nine times out of 10, we miss it. <laughs> but that's what it, and then, yeah, we said, you know what? If we want to record something the day before, I mean, there were, at, the, at the beginning, there was no, you know what? We don't, we can release it whenever we want. And then we said, well, we'll stick to the weekly show. But if we wanted to record the night before, because something happened on that weekend, well, now we can. Yes. And that's what we did. We just, we start talking to people and things happen. And that's what it, it just became this show we just kept on doing it. he just kept showing up with beer at my house and yeah well he's here okay <laughs> and that was it but i only ever missed one week and that was two weeks ago i was so sick it's like we and we didn't have to do a full show we had recorded that after the, oh, the yeah. outdoor symposium the winter camping symposium so we already had the show in the bucket but we didn't have the intro and outro so I Skyped in because I was like, I'm not driving. I am so sick. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> so need it I, at my house. It was the only, yeah. So it was the only time I ever uh, didn't make it. Due to non-vacation uh, issues. Do, yeah. We would yeah. record extra for if yeah. we're going on vacation. Yeah. So we would be able to uh, have the show, weekly show, right? But this is the first time it's like, I'm not, I'm not coming this week. And we can Skype it or whatever, but I'm not going to your house. <laughs> yeah. So we just got on Skype and yeah. did the intro, did the yeah. outro and said, go get better. See you next week, which was really cool. Um, so what yeah. was the, so what was the, the one interview that what you were rolling in laughter? You were like gut wrenching every laughter. week. We call that Tuesday at our house. <laughs> <laughs> it's every week. Well, there, you know what? There's been so many, there's, there. We contemplated doing a outtake oh, show. Between but takes. Between We're going to call it takes. between takes. Because the stuff that goes on. 
when these mics are turned off. And and it would have to be and unnamed. It would you, be you, between you, takes without our names in it. Okay. People's, people couldn't know because the stuff that we were talking about was like, oh, this is really sick and twisted. So our <laughs> names can't be attached to this, but this would be so funny. Well, so I'm just saying, when Sean went to pee, you did have the mics off, right? Yes. what we were talking about should not be. No. 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 And that would be between takes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's some days where we... Well, I mean the crotch pot episode. When that, uh, so go yes. go go online to crotch pot whatever it was. No, I'll get and check it porn. out. No, and then no, I no get, it's not. <laughs> yeah, you might get some porn if you Google it. You probably get porn. But that's exactly once that once that went off, it was like, could you imagine? <laughs> it took off. It went. I mean, we were already going downhill, but all of a sudden, once that microphone went off, downhill came a lot faster. <laughs> it wasn't downhill. It was right over a cliff and 400 feet down. So, I mean, there's been times like that with different guests and stuff like that. We had Alan Drummond from Kingdom Outdoor oh, yes, on the yes. show. I remember and he posted he, a picture. He, he wrote in big letters and posted it right in front of him. Don't swear. Because <laughs> people, that's, that, well, even Jim Baird, we got to tell him, dude, you got to remember, you can't swear. Because dro- people get so excited about yeah. being on the show and what they're talking about and they're passionate about it and they drop an F bomb or, or an S bomb yeah. or whatever. And I've gotten, oh, mwah, so sweet at being able to edit that out. <laughs> There's some things that have been said that I edited out and they're like, you can't even tell it was there. Thank you. And, and I'm like, and this you're really, welcome. this really came from. So we were on somebody else's radio station, so we had to keep it clean. Yeah. But then afterwards, it was like, you know what? I I like keeping it clean. I like be, that that uh, that somebody can play this while they're making supper and the kids are in the kitchen and whatever. So let's try and keep it as clean as mm-hmm. possible. But we're not going to keep it like that clean. But we're just well, going to avoid yeah. swearing, avoid bad but even, words, even even things like iTunes and whatnot. You, you, there's that little disclaimer. Explicit material. There's no explicit within. material. Yeah. Right. And to retain that on, we, we have to make sure there's no, yeah. you know, now, I mean, the folks from iTunes now having said this, uh, they're not going to go listen to every single one of our episodes and go, yeah. <gasps> he said ass. something like that so we we keep it clean so we we keep it as clean as and i prefer it that way yeah but if we do the between takes thing oh Oh, man that 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 your ears would be set on fire yeah because some of the people that we're chatting with and some of the the topics just you're just a bunch of potty mouths (laughs) that's an insult to potty mouths everywhere (laughs) so what was the most serious conversation you got into like Oh, this is like really serious. Lately, uh, yes, boycottbackcountry.com. Yes, oh, yeah. so, we, yeah, so I've actually I've actually had people go and I was listening to your podcast and you were quite ticked off. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what? We we try we don't we said it many times. We try not to get political and all that sort we of stuff. Avoid on our show. We avoid it. We avoid it as much because about. that's not what we are. Yeah, I mean, even like we say, we're going to get Trudeau. We would we'd love to have Justin Trudeau on, but, but we not would to not talk, talk to him about all the politics no. and all that. It sort would of be garbage. about his dad, his paddling, his family. His whole family's yeah. into paddling and backcountry, this, that, the other thing. Yeah. So, so yeah. that's the way we try to keep it. Yeah. But they said, you know, we we talked about this boycott the backcountry. Uh, and boycottbackcountry.com and how they're trying to trademark the word backcountry and then they're taking all these small little mom and pop operations Mm -hmm. and you know they've got to spend money to change their names or they're completely bankrupt now because this big five billion dollar company has done it to them yeah and they said you know what like i was listening to your podcast you guys are usually pretty pretty you know humorous and you do talk serious stuff 
but you're you were pissed, weren't you? You were I go, you serious know in this. I was episode. like, yeah, yeah, and that's that's our biggest one. We started talking about that. Is people like, man, you're you're not happy. Because we always try and keep it light. Because who, who wants to listen to us lecture other people? We're not here to lecture people. We're we're this is our hobby. We're here to yeah. have fun. So we want other people to come along, join us, and have a you know, have fun with us while yeah, you but, listen. But now you have a, a stronger audience, right? So is it your we don't want to now uh, educate the people and entertain for sure. So uh, we are always about educate yeah. and entertain. We so we always take some subject every week. We we learn about it ourselves and we we produce something that's of interest to people. So we're we're entertaining while educating people, right? But we're not here to lecture. That's not our job. Yeah. I, I I don't want to lecture. People. It's it's more of a you know what? Here's the issue. Check it out for yourself. Make oh. your own. Oh, no. Like the, we the waterway say, stuff. If we were to say that we were lecturing people, I think the only thing that really comes to mind is wear your darn life PFGs, jacket. PFGs, yeah. Wear your PDF or your PFD. PFD. <laughs> yeah. The PDF. We're always like, don't forget your PDF or uh, your P, your PFD. Can you, hang, you can see we hang around computers too much. You know, your PDF file, make sure you're wearing that. <laughs> so this, that's the only thing we really Yeah, and the safety about. thing. You know, I mean, we it's, joke about safety, safety third, but... Yeah, you know, you, you gotta be, you gotta be safe. You, you want to enjoy paddling and come back alive. So that, that's the only yeah. time that we really kind of get up on the pulpit or the soapbox or whatever and say, "Listen, guys," you, because we 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 prov- we give so many examples of people who have gone out paddling, haven't come back, and it's like they weren't wearing a life jacket. What is wrong with them? So that that's the only time we really get serious, except for the backcountry.com thing and. We try to make it, yeah, like you say, we try to yeah. keep it light. We try to keep it fun. Yeah. Because I think you can educate people on serious issues with some laughter as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you, 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 it's a serious subject, but we're going to throw in a couple of jokes here and there about things. But, um, yeah. But you, you've got a lot of people, obviously, saying good things to you. Like, I, I've oh, seen yes. it, right? right. Yeah. Have you ever got the, you, you're evil. Like, you're <laughs> We've the- only... <laughs> Like I said, we we have, the we devil! have um, over twenty five thousand listeners a month around the world, and we've only ever got one that goes. You guys talk about stuff that's not even paddling related. Yeah, what was okay. that? Okay, and yeah, and they left. They left us. Was a, that your mother? No, it was my grandmother. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> and she's no longer with us. Coincidence? <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> So no, he was he was upset that we we joke around a bit at the beginning of the show and stuff like that and yeah. stuff that's not even paddling related. So why am I listening to all that? Stay on script. Stay on script. So how do you deal with that? I mean, YouTubers deal with that. I lot, just right? totally ignored it. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. you don't answer. Everybody, no, everybody's entitled to their opinion. If you like us, you don't like. You're not pleasing everybody all the time. No, we can't. If somebody says, "Well, why are you doing this?" Oh, well, this is why we did that. Mm-hmm. And if they want to still get ticked off about it, well, that's their opinion. But most stuff like that, you know, I, I, I can't stand listening to your show because you talked about this that had nothing to do with paddling for the first 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, then, okay, well So you don't sorry. go to bed and roll and toss all night no, and then wake no. up in the morning and decide no, to change your whole life? No, because the, the next day I got to go to work and yeah. do my work stuff and yeah. No, you know what? Like 
this is our hobby. We're not getting. I would be more concerned if if people were paying me. If I was making sixty thousand dollars a year doing or, this, yeah, that'd be different. That would be different. Yeah. Well, why would that be different? I mean, like, there's a oh, bunch there's, of things going on. You YouTube need to. Like, so if we had sponsors, but you if we should. Had, I mean, do, like, here's the question: Should you guys be making money for this? I mean, you're Derek and I hobby. should be making one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year each doing this. <laughs> Nobody would give us that kind of money, but we need airline sponsors. We need, oh, we need beer, beer sponsors. sponsors, beer sponsors, scotch sponsors. We yeah. need airline sponsors. Yeah, we, yes. There's a few yeah. things we'd like direct, like free flights around the world yeah. every time we want it. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah. it's a fine line though, too. I mean, in one sense, you deserve it because you're doing all the work, and the other sense, would that change people's opinions of you? It and, would. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it definitely. I think would. it would. I think it definitely. Yeah. I, I oh, you think, get paid to do this. Yeah. If we were getting paid to do this, we would have to be a lot more <coughs> professional. <laughs> I may not be professional, but I play one on the radio. Sean um, just grabbed my inner thigh at that point. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, we would have to be more professional, more, you know, it would be more business-like than we yeah. are. And then, yeah, we would have to take serious uh, these people that say, well, you know, I, I don't like what you're doing on this show and we would have to exempt well why don't they like it why what can we do better yeah. to this one single listener out of 25,000 what can we do to hopefully change their mind but we're not being paid for this and if you don't like what we're saying I'm sorry but I got 24,999 other people that do yeah yeah. So we, yeah, we don't owe anything to a sponsor. We don't owe yeah. anything to any specific support. Like all of our equipment, like Sean buys all the equipment, I buy all the beer, and uh, it's just something fun that we do once a week, right? And we have it at my house. So he, he's he. I'm all the equipment. I'm like I'm like the IT kind of audio visual guy. He's the beer and gas driving guy. Yeah, but can't you have both? What but beer what? and? No, well, don't. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, you could actually say to your sponsors, like, we're going to do this, but it's going to be done my way, and that's why I get the audience. So, can't you do that? Nobody's ever come forward. Yeah. We never asked for it. We never. Okay. So, we haven't actually gone. And I, I think once we had a talk with uh, Randy Mitson at Agonquino. Yeah, he's he's told us, you know what? If you need anything, you let us know. Yeah, because we, and <laughs> so we. We want it to sound legitimate. How more legitimate can you sound if you have a commercial on your show? So we mocked up a bunch of commercials, and Randy Mitson goes, "Those are better than what we produce." <laughs> so, and and it's free. We yep. all all of our Gonquin Outfitters commercials we did ourselves. We never got a cent. We don't even get a discount. We get nothing from Algonquin Outfitters. It's just it sounds cool to have yep. a commercial. Now, having said that. We actually have now the one of the big things I do like about this um, is the support we get from people all around the world. Yes, and we've had people from Georgia come up to see us. We've had people from Dawson City come down to see us. We recently had people come from the Channel Islands, which is just off the coast of France. Yeah, come and see us, and they said they've listened to our show. They listened to us talk about Algonquin Park. They listened to our commercials and everything about Algonquin Outfitters. So they called up and they chatted with uh, Gord Baker at Algonquin Outfitters. And through him, they booked a nine-day trip through Algonquin Park. So they flew over. They did that. And then they came down in Toronto and they, they met us. We went out we for sat beers. We went down for beers and, for them. Yeah. And had a chat with these people yeah. who didn't know from Adam. Yeah. So Randy but, and Gord, we're yeah. bringing business your way. 
<laughs> yeah. But like I say, uh, Rand, Randy has said, if you guys need anything, you, you let us know. Yeah. Right? So if we need giveaways but or we've never contests, done it. We've never but asked. Yeah, we've, but we've never, we've never gone that route yet. But like I say, we're at the point now, or we've been at the point for a while, I guess, that... Yeah, maybe I think we, we're almost legitimate enough almost, to, to get yeah. paid for advertising. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, this has been sponsored by Gongwen Outfitters. Hey, Randy. Actually, Randy's a great guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, 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 and we, Gordon, we Gordon freaking oh, yeah. is an amazing guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I'd like to say right now that I'm now being sponsored by Gongwen Outfitters. Uh, thanks for coming out and cheers <laughs> to everybody because you're great people. Well, the thing is, like, like, like that, that is a fine line because, yeah. I, like, uh, you know, my, my life, I get sponsors and everything, but there's rules that I that I have yes. with all I do and um, I think we all need those rules uh, even writing guidebooks there were certain routes I didn't write about because I didn't think that they can handle the the masses of people going oh, so, yeah. so you protected them by yeah, not writing like, like um, in Bala Nine Mile Lake uh, everybody goes why why was that route in your cottage country canoe route like well it's got three campsites why would I write a print run of 10,000 books to, to go do that area oh I never thought that one but and my God, now he's starting like Uncle Kev again. Free <laughs> Jesus. But the, yeah. Or you guys too. Where are your PFD? Uh, we're not serious, but where are your PFD? Yeah. yeah. You are being serious. Yeah. And, yeah. And, but you have a voice out there. And that's the thing too. Like, we all have to realize. And it, it does sound like an Uncle Kev thing. But we all have to realize that we have an audience. And that we're, we should have a voice of all, the, all those people. Whether you, you consciously think of it. I think all of us subconsciously think about it. And... Um, yeah, I, whether you get money from this or not, uh, I, I think it's great whether you do it or not. I think we can all smell that. I, I, yeah. To me, I can smell it a mile away if, if the whole entire show is sponsored by someone mm-hmm. and you're not saying something because you're being held. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, and I but, would hate for the show to be shaded by the fact that, oh, they're, they're only talking about this because of such and such a sponsorship. Because then it, it's not a genuine message. But if it's we weren't in the canoe community, so no, really, if we, if, we were, if we were like talking about baseball or football That's different. or hockey, you expect. well, why is it different? What? Like really, like the canoe community, uh, like the whole uh, canoe uh, would, would smell that a mile away. But mm-hmm. if I, if I was talking about MLB hockey, baseball and I was or sponsored hockey by so and so whatever, yeah. it would be just like right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I admire that. I think you know, uh, to my death, I, I I think it's fantastic about that because like, you know, why is the canoe community it's different? Almost like they expected certain genuineness in this type of community yeah but this, the hockey people would say the same thing like no there's they but they i don't think the hockey people would care if you're sponsored by bud light what's or the difference whatever. i don't i don't but you know. know what i'll say this 200 episodes now we've been throwing in commercials for algonquin outfitters yet we've never actually had them on the air <laughs> we, oh we never have we've never we've actually never interviewed, interviewed Randy Mitson or nothing no we keep saying dude we gotta get out we gotta go out sit on the patio back and we'll do it we'll do Gord it Gord and Randy yeah and, and either our schedules don't miss yeah. or their schedules don't miss or Sean could do a sponsorship for beard grease beard oh, there, uh, there was the Viking beard <laughs> company over in England that we were, I was chatting with oh, them oh they contacted you yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Last but then they well, faded years away. Ago. Then, well, yeah. there was a guy who caught the actual Germany the, um, with the dry suit. No, Portugal. In Portugal. Yeah, yeah, Supskin. Yeah, and he then was, he said, "Yeah, send us your sizes and everything. We'll send well, you." Never heard. From never him heard again. from him again. He was excited yeah. at first, but then we never got a dry suit. Yeah. You guys keep talking while I'm going to go pour myself a a a, a, a glass of <laughs> of 
Whatever. Well, I don't have a sponsor of whiskey yet, so I'm not going to oh, say. I'm not oh. going to name it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just joking, guys. Okay, no, really, I'm just, I, like seriously, I'm just joking around. And I'm, I, speak of this, this is oh the Whitewater about, Rescue. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. I'll be back. So Whitewater Rescue game by uh, Paul Mason. Work as a team to rescue the swimmer. But see, we wouldn't work as a team to rescue the swimmer. We'd be too busy laughing at him. Laughing at him. Look, he's just wrapped his canoe around that rock. Yeah. So you're saying that he made this out of his own home. Apparently it's handmade. It's handmade. Oh, look at that little brown bag. A little brown bag of pieces. That's probably pieces, yeah. Yeah. So there's several boards. There's cards. It's it's like a, it's like a, a sorry game or a Monopoly game. Or snakes game. and ladders. Yeah. Yeah. I will give you a something. full review of this. Um, so Paul Mason, no, really great guy, uh, uh, son of uh, Bill Mason, did a board game. Uh, I think he researched five years, meaning that he got people over at his house to actually um, practice this board game. <laughs> and this game. I don't know anything about business, but aren't we always told do not invest money into a board game, right? So yeah, yeah. So he did uh, did the whole board game, and I got this for my buddy. Um, uh, uh, Andy for uh, for Christmas now. Oh, okay, he won't know because he doesn't listen, listen to our to podcast. He, no, he doesn't at all. He doesn't know. Social and if he is listening, it's a different Andy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, he does, he really has no Facebook. He has no Twitter. He has no nothing. And when I did the whole barrel thing with him uh, on my YouTube, it's because he had he, he knows like, he doesn't do anything like that, right? Yeah. So I thought well, I'll get this board game for him. And uh, yeah, um, I think. I, 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 this is sad, but I, sorry, Paul, but I thought I was the only one that bought it. <laughs> it's a board game of whitewater rescue and canoeing. Like, wow, Monopoly or this. And yeah, I just found out today it's sold out. So really? Yeah. So it, it, Well, even... maybe he sold three. I don't know. <laughs> What's sold out? All five prototypes yeah. now sold. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. very slick box. It's a very yeah. well printed. It's It looks like something you would find in Mastermind or any Toys other game store, Toys right? sort of stuff, right? Yes. So what is it? Yes. 20 to 40 minutes, ages 8 plus, 2 oh. to 6 players. Yeah. Really? I haven't read yeah. that yet. It's I, on the side. Right on the side right of the box, Kevin. <laughs> oh, okay. So apparently we know more about this game now than Kevin. <laughs> and see, that's how we work. That's why we're so successful. Because we can like read stuff like that and put it all together. Together. two plus two is four and boom bang boom we know what we're talking about so basically it's a board game to rescue canoes uh, and uh, what is it kayakers. canoe yeah. kayak and uh, and uh, what's that thing there the swimmer the, that know. would be a canoeist yeah. with no. a pfd raft infla- raft, raft. Yeah. inflatable yeah. word raft escaped my mind there i was like looking at this yellow raft thing i was like what is that craft it's like uh, wow He's out of control. He is. He is. He's out of too much <laughs> like, beer now. Oh my god! I'm man. old and senile. So you, can, you can tell when they come here who's the driver. Like Sean comes yeah, yeah, yeah. after a while because he has one beer and that's it. He shuts down. And Derek, no, he just keeps. He going. just he keeps on filling his yeah. face with yeah. Kevin's beer. Oh my it's only the third beer. They are tall boys. <laughs> so it's an extra wet swig. It's like, like a platinum blonde song. Tall boys. <laughs> tall boys. <laughs> So well, the, yeah, well, this is every time I come here to record the episode. This is different for me because. But this is old speckled hen you're drinking now. That's good stuff. It is good. It is yeah. to some people. But what yeah. I'm what yeah. I'm saying is that normally when we record, I'm driving, so I can only have one beer. So I go to Sean's, I have one beer, and then I have to drive home. So here is like, hey, I'm having three. I'm not driving. I'm going to enjoy this. So <laughs> because I'm it's in my out. basement. 
So I can drink as much as I want because all I got to do is crawl up the stairs. I mean, trying to pull this carrot out of the horse from you guys for like the whole entire interview, and now I've got it. It's just like for you guys getting together with having some beers and talking to people. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. So, okay, yeah. so what? No, the one thing we didn't cover is where now. What's future? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I know we're t- we've we've talked about that earlier in the show with John Van Berger. Um, we're actually coming out with um, like like Derek sort of had, had mentioned. That I was thinking, because we have John as our foreign correspondent in the States, maybe we should explore that on a global scale Mm -hmm. and have a foreign correspondent, say, in England and one in Europe and one in Australia. Because Australia is a big Big thing for us. That's a big paddling community for us. Surfing and paddling. And so it would be nice to have a sponsor, uh, like a foreign correspondent that that, uh, can can tell us stories from Australia, mm-hmm. right? So it would be... Inter- Crocodile Dundee, is he still alive? <laughs> I think he's uh, I in the paddle he sports. Yeah. He's just <laughs> into killing things with a big knife. Yeah. No, we watched that movie last night. Yeah. yeah. Christina <laughs> had knife. never seen it. I was like, what? 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 Oh, really? She had yeah. never seen it. And she, I, she lived in... Sheltered life. Yeah. 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 In a little <laughs> log cabin way back in the boonies. But wouldn't it be interesting to have somebody, uh, some local not our local but their local who can tell us the local paddling stories mm-hmm. the local community stories so it, it just kind of opens up the possibilities <laughs> that's my dog sorry <laughs> she found the squeaky toy it opens up the possibilities of, of uh, global stories that we can cover yeah. on the podcast so we're we're contemplating that but along that sort of vein we're looking at starting not a, another podcast, but sort of as a secondary podcast of Paddling Adventures Radio. We're exploring Paddling Adventures Radio destinations. Yes. Because we have so many people that want to talk to us about their big paddling trips that we could actually do a total separate yeah. uh, and, podcast and It would on. be epic trips. So, so you just talked to Justin Barber? Yeah, and his dog guy. Saku. Yeah, so we we would uh, so he would be a fantastic interview, right? Have, so, have you got him yeah. hooked up? Did, you Not yet. No, I no. just learned about him yesterday when yeah. I saw what? his podcast. Where, where yeah. he, what? <laughs> what? Are you serious? You introduced me to Justin. Barber. Oh my God, Derek! Like, <laughs> Shelter <laughs> life. Sorry, Shelter. Seriously, do you get out of the house? Or? I don't. I'm, no. I have a busy job. I'm a nuclear operator at a nuclear power plant. I don't have That's time for... That's not really He's the no. Homer Simpson of this crew. Oh. Does that explain it now? Again, okay. Once again, I'm a speechless. <laughs> anyway, so that's one of the aspects we're looking at is is starting up that... It wouldn't be a weekly thing, but you know, maybe a bi-weekly, tri-weekly sort of thing. Tri-weekly? Yeah, you know, whenever. Yeah. Whenever we get people. Because okay. there's a lot of times where we sit down and talk to people about trips. Like Jim Baird's a good example. Just did the like doing the mountain river. We could do a whole episode on that. Of various people that do yeah. the mountain river. Of, of, yeah, you know, like we we know. Uh, so uh, passion paddler and uh, Martin Garster, and yep. so they've done the, the mountain river. Uh, so Jim Baird's done the mountain river. So there's this is one big destination that a lot of people end up going to. So it would be a destination thing that we could interview various people yep. and just cover this that yeah. one river. Um, there's a gentleman that's been tagging us in Instagram, and I'm trying to get a get in touch with him. West Hansen. He's down in, in Austin, Texas. They paddled the Amazon. They paddled the Volga River. And in 2020, they're supposed to be doing the Northwest Passage. I got it right that time. <laughs> I, I called it 15 different things earlier today. Um, so, you know, I mean, those are big destinations. Yeah. And you could do a full episode, easy one or two episodes on 
that destination alone. So we're we're trying to maybe make that a secondary podcast to to this one here, but we'll see how that pans out. But these are just the sort of things we're always trying to get new new ideas to keep people interested. And I mean, we're at the point where everybody is saying, "Yeah, I just download your shows and listen to them while I'm driving." Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going through your entire catalog of of these because I found out who you guys were and we, we love your podcast and I've been listening to them and, and yeah, while I'm driving to work back, I can listen to half of it going into work, half of it coming, the other half coming home from work. Or if I'm, you know, going away, I load four or five of them up and I listen to your four or five podcasts while I'm driving sort of thing. So yeah, anything we can do to add. So you're not sort of saying, so you're, so you're not sort of saying, um, that's it, I'm calling it quits, I've had enough. Oh, we're expanding. We're expanding, yes. Worldwide, yes. baby. Worldwide. Because it's, it's, it's still fun. It's it's yeah. never been not fun. Like, it's been frustrating at first when we were trying to learn how to how to talk and describe stuff. Because, you know, like, in, in the first year, it was, uh, okay, well, we have this topic. Let's see if we can talk about it for, like, half an hour. And we talked seven minutes. It's like, um... Uh, tapped out is that and, not a half and hour it's and, like four or five hours yeah, are they leaving my house and, or and not? now we can really riff on a topic and yeah. and we can and we can talk about a something that we think might be 10 minutes and it's like hey do you know how long we recorded for 27 minutes it's yeah. like holy cow so yeah. we're, we're getting better at enjoying it and talking about it from just sheer the pleasure of talking about a topic and it, before it, we, we struggled because we were it was awkward and and i've gone back and listened to a couple of the first episodes and it's like oh my god i'm embarrassed for myself yeah don't do that <laughs> yeah i've never listened to an episode past like i've never gone back and listened to another episode yeah i just refuse to uh, I, <laughs> I wouldn't say that i mean today i because uh, uh justin's uh interview i i remember doing a whole thing in newfoundland like years ago okay and i went back and looked at the video yeah it's not at all like but but it, we had a good time yes yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. great yeah time. we we released a lobster from captivity that that was hilarious <laughs> was a lobster appreciative Yes. He waved. <laughs> Free Willy! I think it was, I think it was called Willy. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Our, our also, also, this coming year, we're trying to... Ex- <laughs> almost said expose ourselves more. <laughs> we expose ourselves enough. Yeah. No pants, nothing else. <laughs> Once again, speechless. <laughs> so I was in the studio with Paddling Adventures Radio, and they were starkers. So, and it didn't really disturb me. I, I just thought it was common. I just lost my shirt. Yeah, it was you know. Uh, this um, is how it goes. I guess tra- I'm in. We're trying to get more exposure for ourselves in the coming year to get more yeah. people involved and like know who we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year we start out a uh, listeners blog where we had people sending us in blog articles and we post them on the website as, yep. on our website as mm-hmm. listener blogs because it's it's not like. They have a trip that they're really, they think this is a really cool subject, but I'm not going to make my own they're blog page They're not going to start their own blog, blog page and do all the work. Yeah. So it's like, it's an opportunity for people just to tell, give a trip log and, and talk about their mm-hmm. experience. And, and so we're, we're trying to provide a platform for that. And maybe it'll be a stepping stone for them to start their own online blog so that they can expand their, their own experiences. Yeah. Right. So it, it uh, it's really nice to be able to provide that platform and that uh, that experience for our listeners, our readers, as well as the individual who wants to write in for us. So it's you know it, it's awesome. It's it, we get to expand. Yes, yeah, less work we got to do. <laughs> <Exactly>. so, <laughs> yeah. I, they send it to us. We format it. We put it up on the website, and 
publish it and that sort of stuff. So people know, oh yeah, look, oh this is pretty cool. And this is this isn't Sean and Derek doing this. This is just yeah regular old Joe that listens to their show like I do. They're doing this sort of stuff. Why can't I do this sort of stuff? So that that's the whole the whole thing. Um, there's a, I, I was like I say I was interviewed for a, a TV show that's coming out in the spring. Um, you didn't call me. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> they, they only wanted to be half as good as it really could have been. Yes. <laughs> How do these guys survive together? Did you, you, did you guys go canoe trimming together? We do. Do we? We have. I did, I've done your uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, but not in ages though. Yeah, yeah we haven't. We don't fit. even have pictures. We got one picture of us together. So was it? Was it last? As a storyteller, you can't make this stuff up, man. It's happening right in front of me right now. This friction, on, uh... this conflict of interest, this I don't know how they actually have gone to two hundred episodes. Like, we HR make... department can't hold anything against us. My family trip coincided with your yeah. family trip last year on with Ralph McKenzie, Lake. Yeah, yeah. yeah, on Bice Lake. Yeah. So yeah, so we've spent time together in the backcountry. You know. Um... <laughs> I met up with you guys at at the the meanest link and that sort yes, of stuff. Yeah, we just yeah. don't publish that sort of stuff. Yeah, we don't we don't um, promote it. Apparently, who knew? <laughs> apparently, <laughs> we need a publicist bad. We're like family now, right? So yeah. we, we've known each other. We've he's met... the ugly brother. <laughs> <laughs> I find Derek a lot more attractive than Sean. I well, so do I. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he sits across from me all the time. I, hey, buddy. Yeah. I'm getting okay, uncomfortable here. Okay, there's, there's some rumors starting now. That'll get us publicity. Even bad publicity is good publicity. Even bad publicity is good. Uh, so, so, yeah. So, there, there's that TV show that I'll be on in, I think it's on the Five or Five Network. Yeah, Bell Five. Spring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're doing a live stream on Canoe Hound Outdoor uh, Adventures. On it's an outdoor adventure adventure show. Outdoor yeah, love that show. show. Love that show. Yeah, yeah that's live stream with yeah, Dennis. That's, that'll be cool. Uh, so we're going. We've been asked to be onto that. Um, and yeah, uh, there, there's just uh, some of the in the spring. Come spring, there's all these speaking or all these uh, trade shows that are out, and they all have pre- uh, presenters and stuff doing talking about different things. So I'm speaking to a couple of those. Come come spring, uh, one of my favorites that actually um, we we've talked about many times because it's the rabbit show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the Quiet the, the, Adventure the, Show now. The Quiet, quiet Adventure so, Show. Yeah, yeah down in Michigan. It's I'll so never get bizarre. Used to that. Yeah. I'll never get used to it. Yeah, yeah. the Rabbit Show is the same weekend in the same building. Rabbit Show has always been bigger, but I'm hoping we, we'll take it over. They they need more of the big rabbits. That's all I'm saying. You guys have to realize that uh, the funniest. Well, not well, there's a lot of funny moments in my life, but I'm going to that show. I drop off the airport. I get in a shuttle van. And the guy beside me is the rabbit judge. No. So, of course. That would be an amazing conversation. It would be. It would be. Especially if, if you weren't Kevin Callan. No, no. <laughs> especially if you were Kevin Callan because he's a little deranged. So what happens is I, we're bored. We're waiting, you know, to, to drive there. And I'm thinking, what would you ask this guy? <laughs> How went, much per pound? Oh, my God. <laughs> I did every single question you should ever ask a judge of a... I go, do you eat them at the end of the show? Uh, if it has a floppy ear, does it get kicked out? And and the driver, who's a young 
uh, university kid, right? He finally had to pull over because he was laughing so hard. <laughs> he, he just lost it. <laughs> the judge thought that these were serious questions. <laughs> and then he really judged me. And for, you know, good, he goes, look, I spend my life traveling the world. I was in Korea. I was in Japan. I was there. This is what I do for a living. I was like, oh. You eat I, a lot of rabbits. Yeah. Do they taste different? <laughs> He shut me down and, and to the point that that was really funny to the point that the driver couldn't even drive anymore. He was. <laughs> yeah. But really, if you were in that part in your life where you're like, well, I'm driving to some outdoor adventure show when uh, the rabbit show is also going on and the judge of the rabbit show is beside you in the van, would you be quiet the entire time? No. no. Well, we've discussed no. it amongst ourselves. So many questions. Saying, we've got to go right in the middle. It says, who wants to go start a fight? Well, yeah. how? I'm going to walk into the middle of the whole arena and go, how much per pound? <laughs> and the fight started. Oh, <laughs> the worst one I ever got into was uh, I was doing a thing for tourism uh, um, for Ottawa, the Ottawa Valley. And we had a film before the event happened in the summer. So we were doing this thing on the Ottawa Valley rafting. I think we maybe talked about this on the show before. Sounds familiar. Yeah. So I'll do it really quickly. Because it was MKC. It's uh, Claudia. Um... No, that was a different one. But it, she was involved. Uh, but the, but so basically what happened was in the springtime, we went to film for the summer. And the clients were the guides. Um, and so they were fake, right? Yeah. And so Kevin was going to go down this whitewater rafting thing. And all the film crew is all set up. And they're like, this is fantastic. And I'm scared poopless of... Uh, we're coming back to like tooting and things like that. But, it, but I'm like, I don't want to do this. It's like a major whitewater and it's major spring. And, yeah. and we have these, this Some whole serious, yeah, water serious stuff, right? What I would portage around because I'm not a rafter, I'm a canoeist, right? Yeah. And so I uh, didn't want to do it, but of course, like, that's my job. So it's okay. So I get in the raft and all these were supposed to be clients, but they're all um, the, the, the whole uh, guides. And most of them from are from New Zealand because what happens in New Zealand they flip like so it, it's the winter winter there, down so, there yeah. summer up here. So the main guide is this guy from New Zealand and he's top notch. Everybody knows him like it oh, all like like he's right. And he looks at me and goes so who are you? And, and good question because I'm this camera guy that doesn't know anything. I'm scared silly and I'm of course the one. <laughs> and good question. And so I thought oh my god, this is a Kevin moment. I go. So, do they still eat their own young in New Zealand? <laughs> and he looks at me, he goes, you're going in the water today. I'm like, I know I was going to, but I might as well do something to deserve it. <laughs> and he goes, you're all right, man. You're right. You're still drowning, but you're all right. <laughs> Where's Kevin? Oh, up there somewhere. Oh, <laughs> he lost and I did. I, I went in, uh, we went into the rapids. It was called a nose enema. And basically, the, the rap, the rap, uh, Raph goes into the uh, the whole what's it called a oh it's a rollover and then yeah. a big back Is rolling the, wave yeah the washing machine yeah and yeah. the the whole camera's rolling and so everybody stays in the boat except me I go flying in and I get pulled Sucked under under oh yeah and they say don't do anything because if you move let yourself yeah. get washed out you get your, yeah. so i'm doing that and they see the emergency kayak above me i went no this is not good i get finally i, I get rescued and everybody's laughing i'm like this is not funny <laughs> i almost died this is not funny <laughs> and uh the new new zealand guys are just laughing their buns off like we told you i went oh go back so apparently you didn't die i didn't die i'm still around (laughs) so for us um 
some some new addition to the show, some new exposure for us on the show. Sean's trying to move it along here. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good um, thing. That's a good thing. Well, we still got to talk about Kevin. We're always no, seven I, hours in. No, you don't. No, no, no. So it's going to be a very short interview. <laughs> um, and yeah, hopefully get to episode three hundred. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what would you see yourself doing on episode three hundred? Unfortunately, so we, we had Put my of, cane to the side. <laughs> no, down. it's only going to be a couple of weeks. So we had thoughts of this, and uh, I, we want to redo the Canoe Museum interview. But I don't think the Canoe Museum is going to be built. The new one, the new one be won't be, but the old one's still good because they're not just going to... You can't think that they're going to close one down no, until the be, new one. No, one of them will be in service, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I think it would be really important either 300 or 400 to do an a interview at the new Canoe Museum. And I've seen, this, I, I've seen some of the drawings for it. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. It's going to be pretty impressive. It's like it's going to be right by the main lift lock in Peterborough. And uh, it's going to have a grass roof. And it's going to be all natural with a lot of glass. It's going to be huge. Because right now, what is it? They can only display... They only have enough room to display 10% of their watercraft that they have Have you seen storage. the back room? No, never seen it. Never seen it, no. That's an episode. Yeah? Yeah? yeah. Can you get back there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah. It's haunted. Hey. It's haunted. Well, epi- episode <laughs> 201. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's nothing to do with the Canoe Museum. That whole building back there, it's haunted. Oh. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't believe in ghosts, but whoa. Good luck to you. It's a little creepy, is it? Uh, no, no, yeah. Really, you haven't gotten invited no. in the back. No. Yeah, you haven't. You you must progress. Was it Christine Hislip? Is that who the Carolyn Hislip? Carolyn yeah. Hislip. Yeah. So yeah, so we so yeah, our ep- first episode was Carolyn Hislip and and you, Kevin Kellen, and so but we never she never took us any. Uh, back room storage tour or anything like that. You've got to go to the back room. Yeah. Yeah. That's where they beat people to death. <laughs> Take them out of the back room. <laughs> Show them Ouija. Ouija and, and Guido. <laughs> no, the whole story behind that is is really intriguing. Like the, like uh, Kirk Whippard started the whole thing and he had, well, I don't know if he, he started in particular, but the, the whole, when he had a camp, um, uh, started the whole thing and then all the canoes were stored in a chicken barn and barn, then, yeah. oh, and yeah, then yeah, they yeah. moved them yeah. to this that place that they're in now and the whole dream is to expand and they are now uh it's it's a fantastic story right and but to get to the back uh, well listen can you hear that that's my dog <laughs> the drinking, drinking, the dog drinking. yeah <laughs> who knows the dog's not like his owner at all <laughs> uh oh that's bad so uh, yeah to, to uh to go in in the back where all the other canoes are that they haven't showed yet it's amazing i actually filmed with a documentary special um oh, probably a month and a half ago there and it was a great episode we filmed a whole bunch of stuff about what's going on with uh motivating the young people going out and getting uh, outdoor educators motivated and stuff like that we did the whole thing there but it is haunted Oh. oh, yeah. I think we need to take Kevin and spend no. the night in a canoe no, or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> that episode I did at the Coburg, Coburg Jail, Jail, that's not made up. That's messed up. I will never go back. I've been asked yeah, to go back. These are new ghosts. No, no. <laughs> Relatively new. No, these are I different will never ghosts. do that again. I was asked so many times to go to other haunted places. And, and I don't believe... I'm not this ghost believer. You're not a believer, but that creeped you out. Well, no, it happened. Whatever happened. But I could not say that on CBC Radio. So the idea... The CBC said, okay, so we want to do a thing on bears and about bear phobia. I went, yeah, can we do something different? 
they go, what are you afraid of? I went, well, I don't know, ghosts. Well, why? Well, I don't know anything about them. I know everything about bears, but mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, ghosts. So the guys at Bridgewater Media, they start giggling. And like, well, this Coburg jail thing, like, how about we get you and pitch your tent in, in there? I went, okay, yeah, sure. Hmm. And I was actually at the Michigan show, actually, at the, the uh, Quiet Adventure show, whatever. Uh, before that and I was in the, t- the taxi and I was telling the taxi driver about this and he goes that place that's world renowned that's like ghost central I was like I didn't know that <laughs> yeah, there's a few places around the world that are like oh that. yeah yeah like- so I came home and I basically was about to bail out of it and my daughter said well you're a bit of a Sally like I told all my, my friends at school that you're doing this and you have to keep I was like, yeah. are you kidding me? <laughs> and I go, can I have one of your stuffies to, to bring with me? She goes, no, no, you'll bring the devil back to you. Like if you bring the stuffy in there, the, the ghost will come back to you. I was you'll like, possess, what? Possess a stuffy and you bring it back well, to your own yeah, house? Yeah, but I, I was like, no, this is all. Oh, there's the dog. Sorry, the dog is possessed. So um, <laughs> so I ended up, um, I, I, we went and talked to the ghost people uh, about this, uh, the whole thing. And they gave me crystals. They gave me salt to put around the tent. And... Yeah, sorry. That's it's a no. That that's not my dog. It's is a it ghost. A, is it's it a ghost duck? communicating? It's a ghost. Is it a ducky? No, no, Angel, Angel, chill. <laughs> okay, sorry. Angel just got here. She's very excited to be here. So I've, right. I've I've been to that Coburg jail. I've, like there's a restaurant upstairs. There is. And so after supper, we me the wife and the kids we went down and we walked through all the jail cells and like there's a like a daycare nursery thing down there and and you can walk through and it's. It's really wild, but I didn't know that it was possessed because you can walk out into the uh, into the yard and see where they used to play basketball and whatever. But it's a really old jail, and but I didn't know that it was haunted. No, so what happened Should with I that? Be concerned? No, what, no. <laughs> what, yes, you're possessed. Uh, no, what happened with that was I just thought I was going to do what you did, and there's rooms you can rent. In, in the old yes, jail, right? Yeah, yeah. And I thought, that'd be fun. That'd be great. And we got there. And no, that's not their idea. It's, I was go- in the holding cell in the basement, which you would you never, because the owner sort of said, no, this is a really good idea. And so I was put in the really batty the, cell. The off-Broadway. Uh- <laughs> yeah. And I was like, are you kidding me? And they all thought that was funny. And I thought it was funny too, to be quite honest. It was because to show your phobias, to to battle your phobias. So when you're in the woods and you're battling bear phobia, the first night you swear that bear is going to kill you. You're you're in town by yourself. You get really drunk and you pass out. Well, that's the same thing. I bought Jack Daniels with me, right? So the same thing, the same idea, right? So I did the whole thing on CBC radio. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm going into this, the the bellies of, of the devil, right? So I set my tent up. I put salt around it. I put crystals in my sleeping bag. Uh, but the, the the ghost people, which are a little different, right? They they said we would never do this because where you're staying right now are baddies. I went well, the, what's the going worst to of the worst. Yeah. yeah, and they said you really need to tell the ghosts and ask them permission to stay here, or something bad will happen to you. I was like, yeah, and of course, again, they're different people. Right? I was like, well, whatever. So if you watch that episode on my YouTube channel, there's things that. I do not say, but you can actually see what that happens. One is um, the lights go out and they leave me. The film crew leaves me. And I asked. You didn't even have a film crew there? No, they put the cameras going uh, and they. And they walked they, out. Well, they all. They went. They got another hotel and they all got drunk that night, went out drinking, whatever. And they, they didn't even pick me up until 8 3 in the morning. I was up at 4 waiting for them because I was locked in, right? Yeah. And so uh, ended up. The, um, uh, I asked the 
ghosts, you know, permission to stay there. But I'm hard of hearing. It's just my left ear because I'm probably drumming, whatever. But I'm personally deaf, right? So um, just so you know that during presentations, if I don't hear what you're saying, <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I'm not ignoring you. I'm just personally deaf. I can't hear you. Yeah. So in up, um, I, I said, you know, if you have a problem, give me a sign, like knock. On the, and listen, watch that. Boom, boom, boom. They're actually knocking. You can hear. There's a lot of weird sounds that we created, but that knocking, that's not made up, man. That's like scary. Oh, yeah? as, so, but I didn't hear it. I was like, whatever. So I go to bed and the whole witching hour, which is true, witching hours are at three in the morning. So if anything goes wrong, you can't sleep at night, it's the witching hours. Uh, and it's all to do with that's why you can't sleep. So I, I wake up just before three and I can't sleep. And yes, I drank that Jack Daniels, which is really bad because it goes back to high school. It's just like crap. Like why we drink this? And uh, wake up and I, I don't know if I ever told this story. This is, well, I might, might have, but it's like this is messed up. So... I heard, I did not hear noises. I felt this, like a pulse. This, this, and this power, which actually, if you read about it, that is what a ghost is. It's a power, right? It's a source. And so I'm like, what's that? So I get up my sleeping bag. I said, I'm not afraid of you. Go away, which is what you would do with a bear. Yeah. Like, I'm not afraid of you. Go yeah. away, right? I did the same thing with a bear. And everything silent. Get back my sleeping bag. And, my whole body pushes up from underneath. This oh. whole source pushes me up. I went, holy son of a... <laughs> It's like a grizzly coming just, come on, you all right hell. Yeah. yeah, and I, I, I said, I'm not afraid of you. Like, like, go away, and everything's fine. But I'm waiting for these guys to unlock me. Yeah. And I got on CBC, and I actually, this story I have not told. Um... Uh, but it's important to say, but I was on CBC radio across Canada and they said, how'd it go? And I went, fine, it was good. Because I was telling everybody not to be phobic about wilderness, not to be fair to bear. So if I said that... The, you like know, this a, was the worst experience yeah, of my life. life. It would yeah. be the whole contradiction of the whole entire interview. Yeah, yeah go out, be afraid yeah. of bears. Go ahead. Oh my God. <laughs> so so that old interview was really good and all these ghost people all across North America wanted me to... There was one place on the uh, the uh, Appalachian Trail that's... Uh, if you sleep there, there are a whole bunch of people... Settlers died there. It's really haunted. They wanted me to sleep there. Ottawa Jail, they wanted me to sleep there. I, I probably could have had a job sleeping in all these places, right? I went, <laughs> the new ghost no whisper. way am I doing that, man. Kevin no way. with ghosts. <laughs> no. It's a good show, but no, I'm not yeah. doing it. Yeah. Wow. Where did that go from the 200 years of... No, no, not 200 years. 200, 200 years. 200 episodes. <laughs> oh my Lord, man. <laughs> that, that's so, uh, that's yeah. creepy. So what else do you have planned for this coming year? That's a good question. Books? No, oh, yeah, I do. Well, here's a good question for you guys, or even for your listeners. Well, you know what he does, yeah. eh? Like, who's running this show anyway? <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have bo- more books or some big plans? Sorry, I'm up? having a shot there. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, I just talked to uh, 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 a book designer. I, I So, in the old days, I worked with Boston Mills Press. That yep. I, I started doing, and they're really good friends of mine, and still around doing stuff. And then I worked with them when I did my my self-published book uh, last year, which did really well and really, it, it was a, a, a good project. I was really um, positive about it. And then I went to Jill and the editor and stuff, and I phoned them just actually on Friday, and we had a big, long conversation. I said, okay, should I do it again? And 
So we went over whole things and we went over a bunch of ideas. One book idea was really interesting that you guys would be really intrigued because one morning at Christina's place in, in Kingston, I did a pod sort of Facebook um, thing on the big, what we called uh, palling debates. Do you stuff your tent? Do you roll your tent? Oh, oh yeah. Right, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Right. And yeah. over 800 responses in two days. Oh, like, wow. Like, which I, I was like, oh, my God. And someone, actually it was um, someone from Scouts said, that's a good book idea. I went, that is a good book idea. Like, marketing idea. If you're getting 800 responses, and, mm-hmm. you know. And people are interested. Yeah. In yeah. And went, that's a really good book idea. And I went to them, and they're professionals. Like, they, they, that's all they do is design whatever books. And they're like, yeah, that's a good magazine article or a podcast. It's probably not a book idea. Yeah. Like, why? Like, because like, it's debate. I went, why was that? That's not, they went, well, you're open up Pandora's box. <laughs> right? <laughs> I went, yeah, I know. And I, I, I wouldn't say it's my opinion. I would say here's everybody's opinion. They're like, oh, no. Okay, what else you got? I went, okay, well. So I've done a whole bunch of pouting in southwestern Ontario, and I've done a whole bunch of the, the routes lately, in the last couple of years, for various reasons. And I'll do a, a guidebook on that. Well, if you self-publish, there's a lot of maps, a lot of like, a lot of photos. Like, well, you know, well, you know, what, where's, okay, what else you got? I went, oh my god. So I said, okay, well, I've done a whole bunch of river trips, and uh, it'd be a great book on river stories. Like, uh, I, I've done the Spey River, I've done the Grand River, I've done the Thames River, I've done the Misnabi River, I've done the the, the Albany River. I like these great stories. It's not a guidebook, but great stories. Yeah, yeah that's real. That's a really good book. Probably wouldn't sell. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> okay, well, what else? Well, what else you got? I was well. I'd always like to do a, a, a thing on backpacking routes of Ontario because I don't really see there's a lot on that. Mm-hmm. And well, are you a backpacker? Well, yeah, I am. But everybody knows me as a canoeist, but I'm, I, I do everything right, and so I like backpacking. And they're like, oh yeah, that's a really good book. I went, oh man, that means I have to backpack all these. <laughs> Crap. So I don't know. I, I do know that I. I do. I always have a book idea in my head, yeah. and if anybody wants to go out and write out there, that I have a lot of, uh, especially young people say, "Well, I want to be a writer. I want to do that." Well, do it. Like I always have an idea, and I always have ideas uh, in, in my head all the time. And um, the but the other was basically is should I stop writing for a bit and do more film, but more professionally. So uh, the idea was I, I contacted a bunch of the film people I, I know. And sorry, Angel. Just <laughs> Every time I stop scratching her. No, you know what? That's not my dog. That's actually Sean Tooting. <laughs> oh, excuse yourself. <laughs> but uh, but I, I, I've worked on a couple of uh, um, teasers as I'd say or whatever uh, for companies that believe in what I believe in and I can't, it's nice but I know a lot of people right now so I, I basically went to some film companies I said I want to really do a film project on getting people that I know that motivate people especially the youth or educators to go and get people out in the outdoors and do a show on them whether it's a one hour doc or whether it's six series whatever and they all agreed 100% we should do this. And they go, why do you want to do it? I go, because the motivation is lacking right now. The the outdoor educators that I worked with for many, many years are just, they're done. They've done everything. Like 
I'm not saying good things and bad things about teachers and per se, but the people I work with, I can tell you 100% the people I worked with for over 35 years are done with it. I mean, I, 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 even for me to go out and do a, a pond study with, with some students, they used to have to wear a life jacket to walk past a pond, not in the pond, to walk to a woodlot in a pond. Like, that's so, in, like, and they all have their swimming test done. Like, they're, they, they all are, mm-hmm. they're all got all the whole the paperwork so done. The people who run these programs are fearing liability. They're done. They yeah. don't want to do it anymore. They want to retire and good luck with the world and hope to God we all we all don't have a zombie apocalypse, right? <laughs> and it's sad. It's really sad because I see I I see certain administrators sort of empower them because they're phobic uh, about their their jobs. They're like, "Well, you know, we don't want to get sued. We don't want this, we don't want that." But it's these kids, like, well, my God, it, you imagine going to high school and have to wear a life jacket to walk past a pond to get a woodlot to do a tree study? No. <laughs> like, yeah. do you imagine that? You'd be discouraged. Imagine growing up in that. Yeah. And um, not all schools are like that. Like I, like in Norwood, uh, it was a country school. We did fire starting the other day and we're lighting fires in the, in the football field. And I was like, should we worry about this? And they're like, why? And then, but all the other schools, absolutely not allowed to light fires whatsoever i'm going this is outdoor leadership it's in my curriculum i'm a college prof coming to your high school and one of the things in my curriculum that i have to legally teach them is how to get a fire going yeah and you're telling me i can't show them how to light a fire why well it's too dangerous <laughs> so this has to stop yeah it, this has to stop and i know so many people that wanted to stop so what do I do? Uh, and I want to do something about it. So my main focus right now is to keep them motivated. To keep, oh, there's a dog game. <laughs> uh, to keep them motivated uh, about the focus of why we're out there, why we yeah. want kids out there, and not to get overwhelmed about it. So, so we we, we did a couple of films on that. Uh, the show I was really busy doing that, and nobody knows too much about it. It's all volunteer stuff, right? Um, and once you guys like you guys talking about like not getting paid for it or whatever but like yeah but at the end of the day you are getting paid for it like you know right? yeah we're earning either it's there's angel feedback enough. you're getting something out of it like it's we may not be monetarily compensated but this is our hobby we're enjoying it mm-hmm. so we're getting yeah paid in a way yeah. oh. uh, mm-hmm. worldwide fame <laughs> I always like I, I I'm not the hugest uh, um, Catholic whatever but I, you know again I was I, I'm Irish Catholic like you know brought up and I have this vision of St. Pete and or whether it male female whatever but St. Pete was what we yeah. had in our head I'm not sure why I even said that it doesn't matter but sitting there at the gates and and having a sit down with every individual and what did you do in life? Yeah. How did you? And it's called Judgment Day. Yeah. It's called Ethics. It's like, so, okay, let's. And he's flipping the pages saying, okay, so. Hmm, so you're not a serial killer. It, yeah. <laughs> it seems to me that you actually made a, a pass that actually students actually can't do pond studies anymore unless they're wearing their life jacket. Or, oh, and, and, and I, I forgot to mention, actually, a couple of weeks ago, they actually completely got rid of that. So, therefore, they can't. They can't even do the, the whole. Oh. It's like, it's insane what's going on. I get it. It's liability. It's, it's liability. I get it. In this new day and age, yeah. it's, it's what 
the administrators have to be concerned about because it's like insurance coverage, liability. It's like, can we afford to stay running if we lose one child? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and it's really sad yeah. when all that happens. To be quite honest, like, can you imagine losing a child because of some drowning in, yeah. in a Gonquin Park? It's horrible. That'd be terrible. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, the, if those kids don't do that, you can kiss wilderness goodbye. Absolutely. Now, there would be no yeah. connection whatsoever. All the stuff you're doing right now would be meaningless to yeah. any yeah. of them, right? Like last week's episode, we talked about the Solace Wildlands. And it, I think one of the biggest problems with the Solace Wildlands is there's the, you don't have the knowledge of what that forestry, what those lands, what that old gross forest is, is like. So you're not going to have kids going, oh, I have to go and check out the Solace Wildlands. Because in southern Ontario, people just don't know about it. So we're gonna north. we're gonna lose these backcountry areas, the, the riparian areas that you don't have a lot of people with no knowledge about. So you're gonna lose them because it's, if ten people a year go to it, why protect it? So yeah. you, we need to socialize stuff like that. You need to create this knowledge where children are, are growing up in an environment where they're aware of backcountry pursuits. They're aware of uh, of camping. They're aware of how to appreciate wilderness the wilds the the, the backcountry and w without that knowledge you can't protect it why bother protect it if nobody even knows it's there right yeah. so we have to socialize that we have to we have to create a knowledge and and that's where these backcountry courses that you run are so important to to kids to improve their future to so that they know that you know what there's more out there than hanging out at the mall right it, it, we need to socialize this with the with the public, with the next generation. It's the next generation especially. Because yeah. if they don't know what's going on, if they don't know what's past the mall, like you say, yep. or the latest you know video game system, we're done. Yeah. I, I So what happened was really interesting with that. So there was the um, the Whippy group. Really great guy. I, like they're, they're, and that's the thing with the whole teaching thing right now. There's 39 students in that class. And... I'm not on this. I'm not choosing sides of this whole strike that's going on right now because I'm not a high school teacher. Yeah. I'm a college prof that goes to high schools to teach the students that aren't doing well in high school to get them to college, right? But I have 39 in my class. That's a big class. That is insane. That's huge. I'm saying it. One, I'm. I have no connection whatsoever to any of that's what's going on. That's insane. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. But the people I work with are dealing with it the best they can. Uh, but what's really beautiful about this, so forget this whole negative stuff. It's just beautiful. Because we all get to the point where all these kids, all oh, these kids, blah, 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 all these kids. Mm -hmm. uh, and so um, we're doing this documentary, and the Toronto group, they said, it'd be really good to do some B-roll while you're talking. In fact, we're in the back <laughs> the back area of the Canoe Museum doing it. I, you guys haven't even invited yet, but yet I was... You get into yeah, the storage yeah. area. I'm just saying. That Mr. High and Mighty, yeah. That's interesting. No, I'm just joking. No, that's not my I, That's stupid for me to say. Hey, this interview's over. Yeah. <laughs> but what's really beautiful about that was when we did that, they said, wouldn't it be great to do some B-roll if you're palling around, whatever. And it was getting late in the season. This was about a, about a month ago. It was in November. It's like, yeah, we could do that. And I, but I said, that's really boring, like me palling around. Well, you know, we're talking a lot about youth. Do you know any youth that actually could be on camera? I went, yeah, I do, but the, the paperwork involved in that? Yeah, exactly. would be insane. And they said, yeah, but it'd be really good. I went, okay. And it literally took us 
pretty much to the months to get the paperwork to have them on camera. Wow. wow. And only half the class was on camera. And hopefully it all happens. Again, this is all just projects that hopefully mm-hmm. will happen. But what happened uh, was a really cool story was when we arrived, it was actually near Ajax, um, and there was a, a, I don't know what river was going into, Lake Ontario. I'm not sure where we were, but that's where we were supposed to film. And it, it had snowed, and it was really cold, which was really weird for that time of year. Yeah. You know, this, this is being a weird fall. And the film crew arrived, the bus arrives, and the two instructors arrived, amazing people that, that do an amazing job. And the kids arrived, they're all excited. I went, I should not say this, but we should not film these kids on the water right now because there's snow in the background, it's cold. And what we're doing now is we're saying, everybody, hey, it's not dangerous, this is not dangerous, but yeah. it is dangerous. It's a bad time here with cold water. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It is super dangerous. And the, the film guy goes, yeah, because you're, you're logical. You're, 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 you know, you're, you're, you're <laughs> that makes complete sense <laughs> that we would not have these kids on the water right now. And yeah, and he goes, maybe that's what's missing. It's logic in all this crap that's going on. Just pure logic. Yep. And yeah, have the kids out, but think about it before you do it. So I said, well, what do you do? And he goes, well, what else you got? And well, let's do a nature hike. So we filmed, in fact, we got more film probably on the nature hike than we did on the water. But I was driving home, I'm thinking, thank God I said something. And then the Uncle Kev, oh my God, comes back. <laughs> oh, the Uncle Kev, well, you know, this is old wise men. But at the same time, but we did the paperwork and we got it done. And I got back and I talked to another film crew I knew and they go, how do you ever get the ability to get those kids out in the woods and on film. I went, it was a lot of work, but we did it. Why'd you do it? Because it's important. It you is. Important. See, oh, yeah. the smiles on their faces. Yeah. Like these kids are amazing. Once they're in the wilderness, and, and or what, not wilderness, it's freaking no, ancient. But even or, but outdoors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just they, in the outdoors. I hope to God that film makes it because you watch their, the magic happen in their eyes. It's just incredible. Were you down at Rotary Park? Yeah. In Ajax? That, that is. That's, that's, my, where, that's where I launched from all the time. Oh, really? Yeah, like five minutes from there. Oh my lord! If I knew that, I would stay away from the place. Wow, so would I. <laughs> There's some big spruce in there. Yeah, there's a lot of noise there too. Well, we, we were lucky when we were there. There was nobody. Uh, we hugged a spruce. We flipped uh, stones on the on lakes, uh, Lake Ontario. We, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a nice area. It really is a nice area. I'm yeah. It's not wilderness, but no, but it's urban paddling. Yeah, right. So you can actually. Five minutes from home, throw your canoe, throw your kayak, whatever, stand up paddleboard, go up and down the river. It's, it's great paddling, that's for sure. See, there's a bunch of kingfishers. You go farther up, and you see them darting everywhere, going in, diving into the water. There's swans, there's geese, there's, you name it. I've seen deer through there, fox, uh, little weasel things. I don't know what they are, but weasels. Ermines. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it's, it's great to just get out there and, and you see stuff. You know, and yeah, it's urban paddling. So way back in the background, you're hearing, you know, a car driving or some big machinery or something. But Fire, yeah, firearm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fire not. Yeah. A little splashes. You hear a bang and a little splash beside you. <laughs> Hole opens up in the side of your canoe. Whatever. All right. So what's the 201 episode? Behind the scenes at the canoes. We don't have yet. topics yet. What? Yeah. That's next week? Yeah. Uh, this is still this week. I thought you were professionals. 
We are. Shh. That's how we pull it off. It's yeah. like so we will uh, we'll spend the next few days pouring through uh, websites and and various normal publications, and we'll we'll come up with some gem of an idea, and we'll say, okay, you know what? They talked about it from this perspective. Well, uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, I read an article about uh, cost per use, and it was basically from a cycling or scuba diving perspective. So you buy a $3,000 bicycle, but if you're not that, you don't get out much, say you use it five times or whatever, then you're talking like, you're talking like seven, 800 bucks per use, right? So if you buy yourself a $4,000 canoe, if you don't use it 10 times a year, it's a very expensive canoe. But if you use that canoe, like, 50 times a year you get out every weekend whatever you're talking pennies per use so it's that cost per use and it was we took it from the perspective of however somebody wrote it and we changed it to paddling so there's mm -hmm. I've, I've got a paddle i've used once so that cost per use is 120 dollars per use i've got a paddle i've never used and it was 250 dollars so cost per use i don't know because i haven't used it yet i've got a 50 dollar <laughs> paddle i've been using for about 13 years pennies per use penny per, even less than pennies right that's so my beaten up uh, uh otter tail <laughs> <laughs> so you yeah. take a, a take somebody's idea and you just we just change it to our own use so we will do some research and often go, hey you got any ideas i got nothing <laughs> we'll just wing it <laughs> but we'll, we'll come up with something usually right so yeah we don't know what we're talking about next week <laughs> yeah not yet yeah, yeah, but that's the pleasure. We, we we're we're, we're I think on it's so many different things like social media, and we read so much YouTube stuff and yeah, uh, all these. There's so many ideas or so many articles and everything that it it won't be that specific article, but maybe like four or five words in that article we read will all of a sudden trigger. You know what? That just all of a sudden your brain goes on a tangent to the left, and at the end of that tangent, there's like ooh. It's a gem that's of an a, idea. That's a gem of an idea. Yeah. has absolutely nothing to do with that original article, but it's just led you on that little path, and you grab onto that and say, well, let's just explore this. And hour later, you've got a 45-minute show. Yeah. yeah, it's the same thing as with, with with my like I I write a I don't have to write I write a blog for Explore every week right I read yeah. it I yeah. read and it and the thing is write a blog every week for how many years like right so there's days so I was like oh and there's there's days where I write three or four. Like in in yeah. half a day, um, but the the latest thing what happened to me was really epiphany, right? It, it's basically a, a Andy. I was telling you, my, my buddy, we were supposed to go on a canoe trip and it froze, so we we're going to do a winter trip and then we'd lose snow, so there's nowhere to go. And he shows up and we're like, I, Andy, we got no place to go. <laughs> and he goes, Oh well, my wife's away in BC visiting family. I went, Well, just how about you stay here and we eat the meal that we packed. Uh, all right, all right. So he wants me to do a video series on his barrel stuff. And nobody really knows about his barrel stuff. In fact, I don't know anything about the barrel stuff because he's a friend of mine. I don't want to really know anything about his... Because I, I work in the outdoor field and yes, I do reviews on, on product, but he has a product that he did because he was... Well, he's still, you know, he's friends with Bill Ostrom and Bill Ostrom had Bill Ostrom packs and, and harnesses for barrels and he would help... Uh, Bill out at shows, so Andy would go to all these shows, and finally, I, I, I'm assuming I shouldn't say this, but I'm assuming his wife finally said, "You're going to all these shows. Like, what are you getting out of it? Like a free pack or whatever, or maybe not, or just friendship." So he would bring barrels to the 
the shows, and he would sell barrels as a side business. And I'd be at shows presenting. You see me presentations. Yeah. I freaking I'm like, ah! oh, what was I don't know what's going on. <laughs> hey, Andy, how you doing? And then yeah, I knew they were doing that, and I I, I use barrels, whatever. But uh, and him and I trip together. But you have to understand about friendship. You don't you don't go and you don't mix business. Y- you with. do not. Yeah. And my dad always told me that, and. It wasn't conscious, it was subconscious. I was like, whatever, you guys do whatever you want, whatever, fine. And then so he he said, hey, can you do me a favor and videotape um, some series on barrel stuff? Because on my website, people are asking me about the, how to put a lid on, how you do this. I went, sure, because he's a friend, asked me to do us a favor. And we had nothing else to do because we're supposed to go camping, we didn't. So we did that, and he, he stayed here for the weekend. And we, we watched some good video flicks and drank whiskey, whatever. And I, I did all, all that, and then I put it on there. I was like, oh, everybody liked it, but they were all thinking that I'm in business with them. I was like, oh, oh no, yeah. no, no. I, and, I, what do you, and you guys, like you were talking about earlier, do you tell everybody in the world that, no, that's not what happened? Well, I don't really care what, like, I know what mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. I helped a friend out that actually has done endless things to help me uh, on trip, whatever. And yeah, whatever, like, watch them if you want. Um and then afterwards, I went, no, I need to do something totally different in the YouTube world. Because YouTube was, at that point, when I was reading all those those comments, I was like, ah, I want to walk away for a while. Because social media, and you guys know, you need to walk away from a yes. while. Yes, oh, yeah. right? it can become I love toxic. It. Yeah. I actually do love it, I'm not, not um, but I need to walk away. So I did a whole thing on, on Twig ID, right? Uh, and so I got these comments, it was really weird. They're like, Kevin, I didn't know you knew that stuff. I went... Well, passports technician, fish and wildlife person. Like, that's my background. That's what I've taught for 32 years of the college. And before that, we didn't know that. I went, yeah, because I disassociate my my job with Happy Camper. Like, right. I don't go to the college. And I'm not mm-hmm. the Happy Camper at the college. Like, the students don't know me as Happy Camper. And, well, yeah, that's really good stuff. I was like, yeah. Yeah, but it's not, yeah. That, but I don't, do I throw that in? And actually, uh, you know, girlfriend, partner, whatever, Christine said, well, you know this stuff. She could, I think she just, because she walks in the woods with me, she goes, oh, my God, if you tell me one more thing about that tree, <laughs> I'm going to freaking go nuts. I got a branch for you, buddy. Oh, my God, Kevin. Like, yeah, it was really funny. So, uh, yeah, I started doing that and then uh, doing other things. And I think, I guess what I'm getting at is life is a bowl of cherries or whatever it's called, right? Uh, you always get your ideas from everything around yeah. you. Mm-hmm. So you might think one day you have no idea and then you have, oh, let's do it. And in fact, the other day I went to get my Christmas tree up the road, the local up the road and get sells their own trees. Friggin' rip off, but they're local. <laughs> so I don't even think they're local, but everybody, you know, nice guy. So we haul them down and I hold, I'm going to do a whole series on how to identify your Christmas tree. Well, how'd that come up? Well, that's how you create stories as a writer, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Your life yeah. around you, whatever yeah. surrounds you around you is the, is the story. So, yeah, like I say, I mean, we're on the social media stuff all the time, checking all these different things and, you know, reading different articles. And then, yeah, all of a sudden something will just, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just, you're just waiting for that thing to. There's hidden topics everywhere. Yeah. 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 So that's, yeah, that's what we do. With toots. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> With toots, yes. Yeah, we started off this whole conversation about toots. <laughs> well, let's just end it that way. Where's the dog? <laughs> yeah, don't blame my dog. <laughs> so we're going to be seeing a lot of you over the next year anyway. Different events and trade shows. Trade and shows. And we'll be are, you, are you going to drive down to Michigan with us maybe? If I don't have a full vehicle. You know what, though? I, I was going to say no to that because uh, I, I love my private time. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be a video and a half. Yeah, there you go. 
So when we drove to Canucopia last year. No, I wouldn't do that. Oh, we did. I wouldn't do that. And the two of us up front were chit-chatting. And one of the ones in the back, oh my God, they talked for 10 hours. They, they did shut up. Shut up. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Well, he was driving, so I was chit-chatting for 10 hours yeah. to keep him awake. And I was talking, he was talking. And the two of us just one subject to another subject to another subject to another subject to another subject. The guy's in the back seat going, I can't sleep. One guy plugged talking. in so that he could didn't drown us out. And the other guy was, 10 hours. They didn't shut up. <laughs> the last time I drove uh, to Canucopia, it was a while back, because I, because um, I, 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 so I teach part time. So if I don't teach the class, I don't get paid. So it's not full time, right? And so when I go to Canucopia, everybody's like, "Hey, Kevin, way to go, way to go, see you later." And then the next morning, I, I got a class, right? So, mm-hmm. so we drove once um, with a bunch of buddies of mine, and one guy taught me a trick how to stay awake because we're going across the Windsor border. When I was getting really drowsy. And you get coffee grounds and you squish them all up and put them between your teeth and gums. Oh. And just let them soak in there. Hmm. Like you don't drink your coffee. Like chewing tobacco. Them, yeah, yeah. And uh, I probably have cow and mouse disease now. Hoof <laughs> 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 and mouth disease. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that worked. So I don't think I would drive to Canucopia. I would drive to uh, to the quiet water because it's not that bad. Yeah, it's only five hours. Yeah. 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 But we drove... <laughs> We drove back and the thing was, okay, well, we'll leave Sunday afternoon because I will arrive back home Monday morning in time to unload my truck, have a shower, and get to work. <laughs> then I worked all day, came home, did a bunch of stuff, and then about 11 o'clock at night, okay, I've had enough. I should go to bed now. <laughs> so this was I've like, been up for two this days. Was, yeah, this is like 48 hours later. Well, I guess I better go to bed now. Because <laughs> i got to work Tuesday morning too. <laughs> but I'm young enough. I can do that. <laughs> I'm not I saying. couldn't do that. Yeah. It was a blast. An absolute <laughs> yeah. blast. I do that so much actually. The thing is I, 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 I'm not getting old. I'm only 56 whatever. But... I do well over 40 to 50 shows a year. Uh, oh, yeah. This yeah, there comes a point where... Um, but that's my lifestyle, right? Uh, but the people at work, they don't know. I'm not going to tell them that. Like, I just flew from... like Because you sound like really stupid. Uh, sorry, I'm really exhausted, guys. I can't really teach you because I just flew from uh, from Canucopia. And I'm like, no, it's like, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So uh, I just get through it. Uh, but the older you get, it's not that e- easy anymore. No, um, it's not easy yeah. anymore. But the motivation's there. I mean, I, I so I, I sound like it's a negative thing. It's not at all. You I, haven't driven on a trip with me yet, buddy. Oh, <laughs> if you toot. Oh no, <laughs> no, he doesn't. Oh no. No, no, no. But there was the one thing at the customs where they one of the questions was, "Have you been in handcuffs recently?" What? Yeah, they asked that. Yeah, they asked weird. that question. Like, have you ever been in handcuffs? And it's like, what? Everybody's looking at me. What is he going to say? But it wasn't until we get past the border, after we all said no, where myself and Alan Drummond from Kingdom Outdoor, so are you talking pink fuzzy handcuffs? Are those on the list? Because <laughs> there's 101 ways to that I could that. get people arrested or at least a full-on cavity search at the border. And everybody's just waiting for it to please, happen. not now. This is not a time Dear to Dear Lord, funny. please shut him up. <laughs> no, I, I've got teased so much about going across the border. I've had the worst luck in the world going across the border for, for many, many years. And finally, the one day, I, I said... So what? Like they're not. I'm not doing anything wrong. 
So do whatever you want. Yeah. Right. And that changed everything. And what happened was the one security guard was out in Peter Paller. Uh, he said he was coming. <laughs> You, you, we can sense them all the way. You're full of anxiety. So like beep, 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 yeah. beep. And, but then I'm thinking, but I'm not a drug dealer. I'm not, like, I'm not doing anything wrong. Um, so all, all of a sudden it's like, in fact, I was coming back. What show was coming back this year from the States? Oh, the the Winter Symposium. I was in the States. And they did a full search, like pants down and everything. I was like, whatever. Holy cow. Yeah. And like, you don't know me, but that but that's my luck. Like that would happen to me. Right, and when so they, Kevin will be flying this. Flying. He's not driving with us. <laughs> He's not with us. But <laughs> no, but, but the thing is, back. it's like to do your job, man. Yeah. Do whatever you want, as long as you don't degrade me um, or beat I have me my, or break any yeah. bones. You know, I, I'll have a problem with that if you do that. Um, yeah, whatever. But uh, like, do your job, and I don't know why I've been pulled to to do this. And so go ahead. And everything's fine because it's like I, I'm not. I don't have any. I've, got, I've done nothing wrong. So yeah. do your do your worst. Yeah. At the same time, it, it is a sign of my God. The world has changed dramatically. Yes. Since mm-hmm. we yeah. started paddling Grumman canoes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of the funniest things Wait, I ever did then. was uh, was uh, years ago. We were at the Ottawa show, and um, uh, Becky was there, and they were uh, giving away the the uh, Grumman canoe that was used in paddling. The family paddling uh, films, right? Oh, okay. oh the, uh, song, song yeah. the paddle. Path of the Path or Song. Yeah. yeah. So she was, it was a big thing, right? And she decides, uh, for some odd reason, to have me in the canoe with her. <laughs> so the cameras are there and they're filming it all. This is great. And my very first statement is like, gee, gosh, like, did your, did your dad have problems with hemorrhoids? Because, like, it's really cold to sit on in a grumman canoe with this cold water below. <laughs> and it was like, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> Chris Becky lost her buns off, right? But I was like, but I remember everybody going, what were you thinking? I wasn't thinking. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. It's Back a valid, in the valid day. question, though. Yeah. Yeah. Valid question. All right, I'm going to make my daughter supper. She's she was here yes, like yes. two hours ago, yes. looking really? at me, and the dog is starving. Look at her, like wasted away. Oh my lord! Yeah, well, and you've run out of beer. So okay, the ultimate question for you guys, I'm going to, like it's your 200 episode. So when you have your 250th, what whiskey would you choose to have for that? Oh, Belveni Doublewood. That's a good one. It is. It's my fave. What's uh so. I like Balvini Dubwood. Talisker is good. What's the, um, I think it's four letters. There's a really nice one. Grants. I'm not a fan of Grants. G-R-A-N-T-S. That'd be six. I'm just joking. Grants is a, is a, is a blend. Of it's, I, I know it by its price. It's $110 for the bottle. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. But it's it's a nice one. I've only ever had it once. Uh, Jack Daniels. I, good old number seven. I, I think Jack Daniels is good if you mix it with Coke, but it's not a. I wouldn't put it up on a shelf on display. I'm just joking. Do never <laughs> put it on a shelf and do not have a Coke in it. Spit it out the moment you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Talisker. There's a there's Oban. Oban. That's what I was thinking. Oh, Oban. Oh, I got it on my shelf right now. Oh yeah, yeah. There you not go. Anymore. That's a nice one. Oh yeah. <laughs> Keep an eye on you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Derek, what's in your shirt? <laughs> Four bottles. Oh no, this is mo- this is the ultimate question because this will be on before Christmas. What is the Christmas gift you want? Christmas gift? Gift cards. 
<laughs> which nobody likes to give me. Well, that's so impersonal. I don't care. You can't afford what I want. Yes, Give exactly. me gift cards. Exactly. Because that way I can pool all my <laughs> gift cards and bring me closer to that $800 item I want. I always tell family, uh, just because I'm, I'm not a... I like getting people gifts, but I don't like receiving gifts. So I've got in the habit of asking family to... Socks. I want socks. Oh, so, I've got socks so, you can have. So th- today I'm wearing my Sasquatch socks. I noticed that when you came in. Actually. <laughs> so that's that's my Christmas gift from last year from my niece. So it's... Uh, I always ask for socks. Just get me socks. I'm a bit of a Grinch at Christmas, so... I'm not I, a Christmas Oh, fan. i got to get some Grinch socks. I just want peace and love and... The world. Oh yeah, I want peace across the planet and yeah. children to stop starving. Kumbaya. <laughs> no, I want stuff. <laughs> you guys can have your peace. You can have your love. I'll take all your stuff. <laughs> I want a Samsung smartwatch. Do you? But they're too expensive. Ask for gift cards and they'll put it towards it. Oh, there you go. Everybody That's give what me I'm saying. a whole bunch of gift cards. Yeah. Chocolate. Lots of chocolate. Yeah, I don't know. There's nothing I need or want. No. I'm good. No, that's that's my big thing every year at Christmas time is like, what do you what do you want? Well, what I want you guys can't afford. Yeah. So don't buy me stuff that's gonna sit <laughs> and not get used. <laughs> give me gift cards. So I get a lot of gift cards. Yeah. Which is go. cool. What do, you want? You know, what do you yeah. want, Kevin? Yeah. Other than world Other peace. Other than world peace. Other than world peace. Yeah. <laughs> I'm terrible at that. I'm terrible yeah. at that. Uh, nice I actually got myself. I, I got myself already. It arrived. Uh, the Esker... Uh, um, oh, the tent? Saw. No, the saw. Esker saw. Oh. Okay. Yeah, they have a new saw. No, wait, wait, wait. Well, well you, it's... Yeah, show it to us afterwards. Oh, we'll take a peek. No, no, no. We, nope. Oh, oh, oh. He's <laughs> He's making a run for it. Run for the border. <laughs> oh, I've seen that on a, yeah. on a video. Oh my god, it's 5.30. Okay, look at the yeah. saw. I'm going to put something in. Look at the saw. Here, look at that. Look at the saw. So did you get What's that from twisty? Kenny Outdoor Equipment, did you? Yeah, but I, like, seriously, like, I have to stop getting... Like, my credit card is going to go crazy. <laughs> Mine already has. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's a nice, nice looking saw. Very nice. So is this cherry? What is this wood? I stained the package uh, this morning. I think it's cherry. And it's... I haven't even sawed anything. Well, I was supposed to saw the, the Christmas tree. Where does the blade hide to protect it? Oh, it's inside the end handles, right? Oh, yeah. If I fold that out, it all yeah. becomes just one little... Huh. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. But you know what? Even if it doesn't work, I look cool. It's a nice saw. You know what? It looks like a bone saw. Like So like the Donner Party like sort of. Like a cadaver. Of. <laughs> what are you trying to get at? Donner Just party. in case. Table attend. Because I live in a small town up in a hill. And... <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Where's your banjo? <laughs> the big question is, what do you get a daughter that's 15 going on 16 for Christmas? Uh, gift cards. Wow. Gift cards. <laughs> iTunes gift cards. Gift cards. <laughs> yeah. I can't oh well, my my daughter's all artsy. Father daughter spa stuff. day. <laughs> no. Thank you. No. Thank you. No. <laughs> Pedicure. No. She might get that for me, but no. yeah. 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 
Can't help you there, buddy. My daughter was all into the art, so it was always art supplies. Mine's only Paints nine. and so canvases and wow. easels and yeah. Wow. Yeah. And mine's nine, so it's, it's she's socks. I, I, yeah, she's she's socks asking still. for books. Lav- That's all she wants is books. Well, Lavalin. hopefully she's oh, not going to be like her old a... man. She'll actually read the books. <laughs> oh. She's a prolific reader. She reads. She hides it at the supper table. She'll put it on the seat beside her while she's eating and be reading. It's like we have to take the book away from her. It's like Stella, put the book down. <laughs> Use your cell phone like everybody else. Yes, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. yeah, it's impressive. Hmm. Um. Well, I guess that's about it then. Well, that's just a like really like it's almost like a pop balloon. I know. Yeah. He, he just he ended uh, it. Right do you there. have anything else to talk uh, about, Kevin? I, I got nothing really except actually congratulations for you guys for having two hundred episodes. You guys did an amazing. We survived. Job haven't killed for, each other. Yeah, we haven't yeah. killed each other yet. You know, I think back in the time when I met you guys for the first one, at the, we all had the, hair. I, I, you know, I don't remember that. I, no I do, beards? Yeah, I don't remember that either. We were young, young men. Yeah. Like that picture of you recently on Facebook, oh. sitting right in your first book oh. with Frodo the Ferret and your little Molson beer and your snowshoes behind you, yes. sitting in your chair. I never, your ever dr- drank Molson X. I'm not sure. I when At that age, I was Pictures drinking. Pictures tell a different but story. I, I, it was blue, blue light. I don't remember ever You're saying that Molson like X. that's better. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't at all. Your cause. No, no, it wasn't at all. I mean, at all. But you think about though in those times, like with Wolf well, Frodo the Ferret. Where did I get the ferret? Ferrets weren't pets back then. I, I worked at a wildlife center, and that ferret was going to be put to death because a, a farmer had it illegally hunting rabbits, and back then it was illegal. So we just we the M and R came and said oh, we, we were at the wildlife center. Well, okay, here's this ferret and. You were the euthanizer, and I said, "Well, I'll take care of it." I had a, a pet squirrel. I had a pet um, uh, Fred the Hawk. Um, God, I could tell. I I would love to write a book about my time at the Wilder Center. There was there was a moment though that actually was. <laughs> this is not a funny story, but it's funny as hell. <laughs> Uh, I, I worked at the Wildlife Center for, for many, many years and uh, volunteered for a long time too. But I banded birds. So I was a bird banner. Right. And so there was a moment in time where my boss said, okay, Kevin, you're on your own today. Because usually you would have two banders that are licensed working with you. But you're on your own. Congratulations. Big day. So my day was to, to go and get the, the ducks out of the duck trap. It was like a minnow trap, but outside the water. And I'd go in there, get the ducks, put them in a, in a bag, a burlap bag, and that would calm them down. Uh, if you, if, just, so, just so you guys know, all birds except chickadees and nuthatches, if they're put upside down, their brain doesn't function. So oh. they're very calm. Like, it turns oh, them really? off. Yeah. A chickadee um, will bite the living crap out of you taking it out of the net. So uh, the newcomers, we'd all say, yeah, get the chickadees and I'll handle the really the big, big birds. ones, right? Yeah. And they're like crying, oh my God! And it was hilarious, right? So, but, you know, ducks were like very calm. You put them in a bag and put them upside down. So I get to the banning station and I was on my own. It was a big day. I was in my, I was like, I was 21 years old, big day. Or not even that, actually. And so I, I, I aged them. Uh, identify the species, sex them, know the male, female, whatever, put a legal federal ban on them, and I'll let them go and then record them. Lovely day. My third bird was a juvenile green-winged teal. And I did everything proper, let it go, flipped up into the air, and it fell and died, broke its neck. I was like, oh my God. And this is my first day of being left on my own, right? I was like, oh my God. 
it's not good. <laughs> so the rest of the day was fine. I did a whole bunch of other things. And then my boss came to pick me up in the pickup truck. And he goes, how'd your day go? I was like, well, really good. But we had a mortality. Oh, Kevin. Kevin. Do you, what, did, you, did you put the band on it? Yeah. No. The paperwork we have to do now. The mortality. Again, this is not a good story. But it's funny as hell. And he goes, what'd you do? I went, I did everything right. It was a juvenile. No, no, sorry. It was a green winged tail. It was a male. It was a juvenile. He goes, yes. Juveniles can't fly yet, Kevin. <gasps> oh, <laughs> so you threw it in the air and it crashed to the ground. As God is my witness, <laughs> I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> Do you remember that episode of WKRP in Cincinnati? Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> classic. Oh, my God. And then it was just so. Like, so Kevin is our is our Mr. Carlson. <laughs> it was it was it was the same summer or two. And it, I, I sorry, you guys have to go because I have to feed my daughter. But one more story uh, about that place was, to, and this is not proper to say, but it is a good story. So uh, we also were banning candy geese. And this is back in the 80s where Canada geese were actually not very populated in Ontario. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. In fact, but just like, like 10 years before, money was given by the government to feed Canada geese along Oakville, along Lake Ontario, to make to sure their species. The population. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that so, sure worked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So good I did, job. I did a good job. <laughs> so what we would do is we would crowd them in the summer. And Canada geese lose their primary feathers in the summer, so they can't, so they can't fly, fly right? Yeah. So we do crowd them. And two things happened. One was that the parents of this one Canada goose uh, died. So this one young Canada goose impregnated on me. I was his parent. So it would follow me everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, my boss had to teach me. He goes, you need that, that goose to hate you because it needs to fly this fall with the yeah. others. And right now it's not. It would follow me into the coffee room. Like it was hilarious. Uh, but yeah, he taught me that. And... I mean, even the beaver that actually would plug up the bathtub, that was, I could, I could write a book about this place, right? But the funniest part was when my first day came that I could gather the candy geese and ban them. So, uh, but at that time, I just started writing for the uh, Oakville Beaver. I was writing a nature column. That's my first writing job. Uh, well, Milton Observer before that, but I was, I was writing a nature column. And so uh, they arrived to get pictures of Kevin banning the, the candy geese. So I was there, and the job is to get the can of goose, and it can't fly, so you crowd them, and you go in the crowd, grab one, and of course, because I'm really macho, I'm a man, I grab the biggest can of goose ever. But you don't know the difference between a male and female can of goose, right? So they, they look the same. So what you have to do is flip it upside down, put it on your lap, and of course, once the bird goes upside down, it brain does not function. So it's like, Aah. Then you get your thumbs, put it in the orifice, and then you look around, and if it's a little white thing moving, then it's a male. If there's no little white thing, it's a female. So I got my glasses, I'm looking, and I really have a hard time seeing this. And my boss just, you know, as he said, don't take so long, Kevin. I went, what? So I'm fitting around, and all of a sudden, this white substance splurts up oh, in my face. Oh, no. <laughs> and so sorry, I know it's a family show, but this is a funny story. So it's, and I went, what's that? And my boss goes, that would be a male. I went, oh my God. And the moment I thought of what happened, I let the goose go and the goose grabbed my inner thigh with its, it, if you ever even bit by a can of goose. Like Never. It, oh, they're vicious, right? And everybody's laughing and sure enough, the, the magazine 
or, <laughs> so the, or sorry, the newspaper was there and they're <laughs> and that's there somewhere on Google. I, yeah. You being attacked by a goose. Yeah. After doing that to the goose. I so so glad you came here. Uh, I, 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 you know, I, I you, you have to leave now so I can feed my daughter and uh, I yeah and the dog and uh, and congratulations on your 200th episode. Thank you. And, we'll see you at number 300. Okay. Okay. Thanks, uh, thanks for being on. You might have to go to my grave, but yeah. Okay. Well, you say it should be about a year yeah, and it's a only half. Fifty two more weeks yeah, before we yeah, get to 300. Yeah. You guys do amazing 52 work. Fifty two more weeks. I know. Get to 300. A year is fifty two, so it's going to be. Yeah, uh, just weeks, two so years, just under two it, years. Yeah. It'll be, uh, yeah, just He under doesn't two read years. and his math ain't so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired and hungry. Oh, I can't too many they, beers. That's Kevin, thanks for being on our show. Thanks for, uh, well, everything over the years, uh, being on our show a few times now. Yeah. Thanks, you, thanks for bringing Andy on. Yeah, no, no yeah. I know he will never go on again, but that was great. It was. They, uh, and you, yeah, keep up the, the motivation and enthusiasm. Uh, I, I think that's admirable that you guys are doing that. And whether you actually get a sponsor or whether you actually do <laughs> yes, it uh, yes. on your own, it, it doesn't matter. We all respect you and what you guys do. Well, at least okay. there's one person Appreciate out there. Uh, as, long <laughs> yes. as, people, as long as people keep bringing us beer and saying hello to us and we don't yeah. feel so alone, yeah. we're good with that. All right, now get the hell out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Hey, this is Sean Rowley, and you're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. To find out more about us, check out our website, paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Current and past episodes of our podcast can be downloaded or streamed from iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page of our website. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, we would love to hear from you. So drop us a line on Facebook or our website. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka and Halliburton. Welcome back. It's always great to get up and uh, chit-chat with uh, Kevin Callan, isn't it? Yes. Fun times. Fun times. Always. Way too long every time, though. I know. We drag things on. <laughs> every time. Dude, we got to cut it to an hour. Yeah. We got to do an hour. Deal? Now, did you Deal. say we drag things out or we drank things out? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just, um, just checking. Actually, the, the drinking wasn't too bad this time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I say, we just get to talking about different things and, and you take the quick break. Mm -hmm. So, you know, everybody can get a refill or use the bathroom, whatever. And then when you come back and before you hit record again, you're, you're talking about stuff that really has nothing to do with the show, but, oh, I, I did this and I went on here and I got this yeah. coming up sort of thing. That's not really show related. Then, you know, oh mm -hmm. man, we just talked for another half hour <laughs> that has nothing yeah. to do with the show. Yeah. And it, and it goes on and on. And that's why he says, yeah, they were here for nine days. <laughs> well, it sure felt like it. Well, towards the end, he was, he was chasing us out because he had to make his daughter supper. Yeah. So, guys, <laughs> I got to make dinner. Let's get this done. And let's just stop talking all around. And every time you go to, you go to, well, there was the one time I just tried to close it off. And you're like, whoa, he's trying to, 
shut this down pretty fast. And yeah. we're going on and on. And then it went on for another 25 yeah. minutes. Like, <laughs> yeah, Kevin's like, no, I just got to tell you this one more thing. Yeah, one more thing. Oh, and that reminds me. And uh, yeah, and if you're doing that, you might want to. Yeah, there's a few. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you just keep chatting. I'm going to go warm up the truck. <laughs> I'm going to go for yeah. a burger. I'll come yeah. back. Maybe grab a pizza. Oh, it's good times. I, I really enjoy sitting down with him because there's so many things that we can talk about. And, you know, he's got his stories. We got our stories. And there, there's stuff that we all know together and that, you know, from the paddling community and all that, that we're all either really happy about or really discouraged about. And, you know, we sort of just discuss it. But, uh, yeah, it's cool. So hopefully yeah. uh, for the 300th episode, <laughs> we'll be either at the old canoe museum or the new one. or the new canoe museum and we'll have kevin there so it's uh they'll kick us out too just under two years away the 300 yeah so yeah mm-hmm. not like your math earlier well no i was thinking a year <laughs> a year and so i said 52 weeks and you guys jumped all over me well because you were going yeah so it'll be 52 weeks so it'll be like next one year which is 52 yeah and then i was, 200 I was plus doing math and you guys jumped before i could finish my math yeah <laughs> yeah that's your story and you're sticking to it <laughs> sounds like maybe it's a good thing i was down here for that huh there is 100 <laughs> weeks in a year which is 52 which is 300 <laughs> carry the four to the square root of 76 uh pickle <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll, well, we'll have him on for the 300th episode, but there's a long time yeah. before that. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, the thing about him that, you know, there's all the stuff you can talk about what he does for outdoors and paddling and all that stuff. And I just keep coming back every, every time, keep coming back to the fact of what he does for kids. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, it's amazing. and it's like, yeah. and that's, um, he talks a little bit about it and he'll talk about it in his Facebook feed and, you know, those kinds of things, but. You know, it, man, you just you just can't say enough about the guy for what he does for kids. Yeah, yeah, the the outdoor education that he does and he provides them. You know, it, it's stuff that they're not going to get any anywhere else. Yeah, you know, yeah. so to take them out and like you say, the disadvantaged kids and and whatnot. It's 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 great that he does that, and he's so yeah. motivated to do it. Uh, and you can see that he, it really frustrates him to no end when. You know, people are cutting their programs and they're not yes, getting the funding absolutely. and all the red tape and everything just to yeah. get out and, yeah. you know, get these kids out there. So yeah. You, you right. see it just gnaws on them. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the, the impact of something like that, like you, those kids, you know, those kids aren't going to forget that. I had a, no. a quick, quick, uh, like off, it's on topic, but just a quick side story. Okay, Kevin. Um <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hang on. Here's my whiskey. Oh, you, can't, you can't hear it. The, the ice is melted. Um, I and, and this is going back a long time ago. And, and I there was a newspaper who had written a story about some traveling stuff that I had done. And I went down to, and it was in my hometown. So my old hometown newspaper, right? And I went to visit my parents. And uh, I was there during the day and the phone rings and I pick it up and they, they say, uh, is this the Van Berger household? And I said, yes. And and this elderly lady said, um, are you related to Edgar Van Berger, the teacher? And I was like, oh, I said, that was my grandfather. And he had passed away. You know, I never met him. Right. Um, and so she said, you know what? She said, during the Depression, he was my teacher and nobody had any money. 
but he took a bunch of us kids out into the country and he would have picnics and stuff for us uh, as part of his school he would make up these games and they would go out into the country and they would have it have like a picnic for these kids and um she was in her 80s and saw just saw the name saw my last name and yeah. called about that so you know you think about what kevin is doing with these kids that's you know that's that stuff's not going to be forgotten it leaves yeah. it's it, it makes an uh, makes a mark it leaves an impact it uh, it changes lives it really does it, it does yeah changes lives that's yeah yeah he really does he's he's doing he's doing great work well hopefully he's able to keep it up and they don't uh, cut some more funding and and the red tape eases off cuz uh, yeah it definitely needs to be done yeah yep um you guys got anything else to discuss i do not no no well, all I got to say is I, w- I want to give a big thank you to everybody uh, who's uh, supported us over the past 200 episodes, everybody that's sent us emails and comments and feedback about the show, people that have come up to see us at uh, the Canoe Symposium and the Winter Camping Symposium, even though we're not at, you know there for um, our Paddling Adventures radio per se. And yeah, all the, all the people that have just come up and say, hey, love your podcast yeah. and and that sort of stuff. It, it really means a lot, and we're we're love talking to people like that. It makes it work wor- worth <clears throat> makes it worthwhile to. Derek's <coughs> uh, getting all choked up now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> need a tissue. It, it makes it worthwhile to do the podcast because it's uh, that positive feedback that that people have uh, enjoyed the podcast. Mm-hmm. But, like I am choking on something here. <laughs> Your words? <laughs> they say that to you when they come up? Yeah. No, yeah. but it, uh, you know, when, when people like walk up to me and it always surprises me, hey, Derek, I, I like your podcast. And I'm like, how do you know what I look like? It's a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the, that people are getting something out of it, that they're enjoying it. So, hey, it's worthwhile that we're doing this then, right? Yeah. And what really makes it worthwhile and a really, 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 really big okay. thank you is to all the friends that bring us beer. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we, <laughs> we, we talk about, oh, tonight we're drinking this, tonight we're drinking that, whatever from, you know, I mean, we don't go nuts so on beer. We'll have one or two beers yeah, while, we're, yeah. while we're recording because some people think, man, you guys must have like nine, ten beers. No. <laughs> no, no, we don't. No, we're not that rich. No, uh, <laughs> and we're just normally that stupid, you know. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, you know. But uh, no, we'll have a couple beers and we'll, you know, give a little kudos to the, the, the brewer because it's all microbreweries that we're usually drinking. Um, you know, say, hey, this is what we're we're drinking now. So, you know, it's good stuff. You check it out next time you're at the at that brewery sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's nice to, you know, we start talking about that. And the next thing people are going like, hey, uh, you're going to be at the Canoe Symposium. Can I bring you some beer? You're going to be at Canoe Copia. Can yeah, I bring you some beer? Absolutely. Are you going to be, can we bring you some beer? Oh no! Hang on. Let me twist my arm. <laughs> bring me some. I'm Canadian. Yeah, yes, you can exactly. bring me some beer. <laughs> I think that's what happens at the hospital. Oh, congratulations on the birth of your son. Here you go, and here's some beer. <laughs> here's a two for to take home. Yeah, you're gonna need it. Um, but yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's not necessary, but it's cool when people show up. Oh, hey, hey, man, try this. It's from a local brewery. Yeah, oh, alrighty, absolutely yeah. right. So when you yeah. get to try all these little microbrews that people, yeah. hey, this is from my community. This is what I thought I'd like. You know, like you guys like to try it. So uh, what? UConn Steve brought us some. Bill yeah. Graham brought yeah. us some. Yeah, from Whitewater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And, Jenica uh, Grimshaw, I can throw in here as well if uh, we're talking about people that bring us beer. Although she brought this for me and I didn't share with you. Oh, um, from Montreal, she brought me some uh, some Unibrew, some very John. hard to find <laughs> Unibrew beers. So thank you, you Jenica. Unibrew, yeah. I haven't heard that one in a while. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Unibrew. Uh, no, that's, that's cool that, that people bring you stuff like that. Well, um, yeah. yeah. And it's cool just like you say, when somebody comes up and you know, they, they'll mention something about the show and, and, and it just, you know, it's met, just met some really cool people. And, and, and even after the winter camping symposium, um, you know, some people were so kind because they were saying, oh yeah, I want to, you know, get out and, and my wife has never winter camped before and she doesn't like the cold. So she's not sure how this is going to go. And, um, uh, probably maybe a week after the winter camping symposium, I got, a. uh, an email from some people that I had talked to there who were uh, podcast listeners. And they said, oh, well, you know, if, if uh, Mew is sold out in the new year, you're welcome to throw a tent on our site. Oh, awesome. That's cool. Right? That's cool. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, that's just, it, people are so kind. And, and that's one of the things that's been so much fun with this. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I mean, we we stated it 150,000 times, or at least 200 times now. Uh, we don't make any money on this show. We no. we we don't get paid anything yep. for it. It's, everything comes hobby. out of our pocket. It's a hobby. Uh, we enjoy doing it for the sake of doing it, and to have people coming up and saying, you know what, hey, love your show, and uh, what, hey, if you got time, let's let's go have a beer while you're waiting yeah. for whatever or something like that. And that's awesome. And yeah, you sit down and you have a, a bite to eat and a couple of beers and chat about paddling yeah. and and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. That's really cool. It, it really is. Um, cool to have those people actually listening to what you got to say and mm-hmm. getting feedback that way, some positive feedback. So hopefully that continues. Uh, if you do like our show, start sharing it. Yes, with all yeah, your buddies. Talk about your talk to with about it with your friends and say, yeah. hey, have you heard about this podcast? Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of people that we're now finding that I didn't know about your podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, and now I have somebody to, hey, you got to check this out. And then all of a sudden, yeah, I'm starting at one and I've got to catch up 200, 200 episodes yeah. now, you know, so it's yeah. really cool. So you, you think people know about it and you're finding more and more that, uh, yeah. So start sharing our podcast, you people. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You, you, you listening people, right now. You people. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you, if you, if you got uh, friends that are paddling, just throw us uh, our, our podcast out there and say, hey, have you guys listened to this? They might like it, they might not like mm-hmm. it, but hey, if they don't know about it, they won't know. And, right? you know, <laughs> the proof the is cost. a proof of the proof. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, I think that's about it, guys. Yes. This has been like a big double episode. It's huge. People are going to fall asleep with listening to it. No, because you know what? There's going to be a snowstorm. So they're going to listen to the first half on travel into work and the second half traveling home in rush hour traffic coming back from work. It's perfect timing. Perfect timing, I'm telling you. And and tonight over here while we're recording, we have had a big snowstorm hit. So it's on your way. See? (laughs) Oh, awesome. See? All plans. Like we're there for you, people. <laughs> it's raining and plus temperatures here right now. Yeah, I was out in a t-shirt earlier. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Out. Welcome to Canada. We're in December. You can wear a t-shirt now. <laughs> Australia, the freezing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, thanks for being on this week, John. Uh, thanks for being on all our, our episodes. Hopefully, you're going to continue to stick with us. It's been a. a, a it's always a good time. It, it always yeah, is. Thank you. I yeah, have a blast, and and I appreciate your guys letting me join you, and and uh, 
yeah, look forward to, to doing this for a long time. And we're still waiting to meet your wife. Yes. <laughs> you say you have one. We're still in the impression. She's imaginary. We thought that was you in the background just making fake female noises. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hello. I'm Jen. I'm, I'm here. His, his wife. <laughs> so until we actually meet her. Yeah. And then, yeah. we got, then we're going to be scared because of all the things we've said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys should be very scared. <laughs> all I have to do is. You know, if you if you do ever meet, all I have to do is pull up that stuff from the Yukon. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> things that you said about her driving up there to, you know, to come pick me up if there's problems or whatever. Uh, who are you kidding? She likes us better than she likes you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, thanks for thanks for being part of this, John. It's uh, like I say, it's always a, a great time to have you on, and it's good laugh, and it's yeah, it's good. It's, you're good people, man. Yes. <laughs> Darren, that's, that's just because I bring you beer and cheese. Admit it. <laughs> uh, full on there, buddy. That's why my kids love it. <laughs> that's why he's Uncle John at your house. Yeah. The beer and the cheese. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Derek, uh, here's to uh, another 200 with you, buddy. Look at Woo-hoo. your ugly mug across the I table. Know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Works both ways, buddy. <laughs> Uh, with that, I'll say if you want to find out more about us, check us out at paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Player FM, and all your favorite podcast downloading sites. You can go to the episode page at paddlingadventuresradio.com. Just click the link at the top of the page and all 200 episodes will be there. You can download them, you can stream them, whatever you want. If you enjoy the podcast, share it with your friends, share it on social media, and tell your grandma to listen. (laughs) I want to thank everybody for listening this week and all past 200 weeks. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time.